Whoa. You gotta watch the. Uh, I will not. Action. I will not be watching that. So you, I want you to tell me what's Jeannie's wife's name. I think it's a boo. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of exciting new changes for coming from the Walt yeah. Disney Corporation. Oh no! I thought he was going out with carpet. <laughs> carpet. <laughs> going out. With you can't carpet. just call women carpet. I know that's fucked up. I mean, they say she had a nice rug. They said, <laughs> who said that? she is a nice one. <laughs> she is a nice one. Uh, <laughs> this joke is probably in the movie, right? They no, they're going to save that for, sure. for the live-action Return of Jafar. That's what they're going to... They said they were taking Mushu out of Mulan, but uh-huh. they're putting him into Toy Story. <laughs> well, they had to put him back somewhere. <laughs> well, you want Mushu to just be out of work? What's crazy is they took him. Mushu out of Mulan. They put him in the Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> he fits right in. He's inside the teapot. <laughs> yeah, you don't see him, but he's in there. He's the working. He's, he's working. He's I mean, if you screen. ever hear Eddie Murphy in another movie, that's Mushu. <laughs> they they even put him in track. What's crazy is they took Mushu out of Mulan, but he's in the new Avengers movie. <laughs> Are you sure you don't need like an energy drink? <laughs> <laughs> I'm operating at peak performance. <laughs> Uh, that was good. That's our fastest cold open ever, I think. I don't know about this place. <laughs> what, you want to... You got something else? You get some no, other... I'm ruining the audio right now. I don't right have to now. be happy Sorry. about it, actually. Sorry. Um, All right, I'll stop. No, 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 not by that. Um, I'm just... Th- it's just peaking really high, so I'm going to turn it down. Oh, that's crazy. I was too close to my you out of Mulan, but now <laughs> he's one of the leftists on Chapo Trap House <laughs> <laughs> ruining our country. <laughs> According to the New York Times, you're right. What I really love is that all the like, like uh, establishment newspaper critiques, like this, just reads like an 80 year old. Like the children at school are spray painting a penis on the wall. Did you see Penis Man get arrested? What? Yeah. Who? Penis Man. Didn't he suggest that there might be more than one Penis Man? Wait, who's I think I think a, I, I know a lot of people that may or may not have a penis. Whoa! Is it blow this thing wide open? I don't know any. You don't know anyone with a penis? Yeah, no, none of you guys have a penis. That's do you? right. I mean, I've heard of Penis Man. What's penis crazy man? is they took my penis out of Mulan. Wait, no, shut this out. <laughs> It's okay, I'll, uh... <laughs> you just bleep that entire thing? <laughs> What's crazy is that they... <laughs> they took beef out of beef! <laughs> I can't use that every... Like, I feel like I... I it comes took my penis out of me, but that didn't make sense. So I panicked. <laughs> said Mulan. I, I often mean... panic and say Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name, uh, Mulan? <laughs> Yeah, you and all the other Mulans go over there. Hey, I was a huge fan of Mushu, so I saw the Mulan Rouge. Not the same. <laughs> <laughs> no What's up with your Mulan set? Like you, you got a you got a tight ten on Mulan. The way I tell jokes now is ten jokes about one thing. None of them are good. It's just funny because of repetition. So you know how uh, you know you'd say you have a tight five. You have like a good uh, like set. It's a little bit on yeah. something. Uh, if you call women that, they get angry at you. <laughs> All right. Oh my god.
Holy shit. <laughs> I'm pretty angry. This is some bad energy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it's if I so like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Alex said I prefer Ada's. <laughs> God. Uh, Alright. Okay. <clears throat> We're doing a show. Hello We're and welcome, everyone. Show. Sorry. <laughs> you know what's crazy about Mulan? They took Mushu out. And they put the genie in. <laughs> That joke is categorically worse than all of the other ones you you led up to it with. Uh, that was actually my favorite. <laughs> Our first five minute cold open. Okay. Oh god. All right. Let's Hello and welcome everyone to. Oh my god. Hello and welcome everyone to. Please don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. Wait, uh, I got one more. If you <laughs> you got one more thing. trying to take the mushu out of Christmas. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. That was that is diminishing your face. Happy Mulan. Alright, like I I don't know how well this is gonna do on stage, but this is going to kill when two people come over that I know. (laughs) When when Des and Sarah come over, this is going to wreck this is going to wreck the house. Free written and like, why did you think about this for so long? Well well the nice thing is that Des listens to the podcast, so we're gonna get that that authentic reaction. I don't have to do this again. Right, right. Hopefully she repeats it to other people she knows. Uh, Um, God, I hope so. (laughs) So Hello and welcome everyone to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends on It. Uh, this is a podcast where every week we take a piece of media or an experience and we do it together. We uh, try something new. We do it separately. Separately, together. Separate Te- but this equal. is the show where we don't know <laughs> what our show is about. at the same time. This separate week we're going to do equally. some world building. Uh, and you might, you might have noticed no, that uh, we've got a lot of background details that we're fleshing out. For example, uh, Seb and I have known each other for a long time, uh, back when we were in the war together. Who are you? Uh, <laughs> That's she got moment. amnesia. <laughs> she forgot. She I, don't got some, know she got amnesia. I don't know what I'm doing here. This isn't my house. Same, same, uh, Cam is wearing a mysterious crystal necklace that he refuses to elaborate on, and every time he touches it, it burns. It's right. a J.O. crystal. <laughs> All right. It does burn. <laughs> All right. It always burns the J.O. God. And Alex is drinking his favorite drink from when he was a child, Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> His mother always gave it to him when he was sick. That's me. Cheered him right up. So we're getting, we're really digging into a lot of the uh, personal and uh, background details that really flesh out the world of the Please Don't cast. And um, we're going to talk about our own creative endeavors, uh, creating worlds in the second segment. But in the first segment, I wanted to talk about the stuff that really stands out to us in terms of world building in other works of fiction. Like, worlds that are really special, stuff that you just want to play around in. Like, uh... I don't know, like, I really love the world of Alien that they just set up in the first movie. Cause just because, like, every little detail is, like, gives you more about how, like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, humans have been out in space for years and years and years, but they've never encountered another alien life form. They don't go out and say that directly, mm-hmm. but there's the idea that it would be, like, a big deal if they discovered alien life and they and find weird eggs. Earth and computers yeah. are moms now. Yeah. yeah. Computers are moms now. Uh, Evangelion also liked that idea. Mars needs computers? <laughs> Mars needs computers. Mars? Mars? Oh, That's pretty good. I like that. Right. You're a real thinker. <laughs> so I understand that you'd have to remember that that movie existed. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that's just that's just an example. It was just like the first thing I could think of. Uh, I, I, you know, I really do like 
I'm not going to talk about them too much in this. I really do like the Marvel and DC worlds, but they are cheating because they're collaborative things where it's like they didn't start out good. They didn't nobody like went into the Marvel or DC universe going like, "Okay, here's my plan. We're going to slowly reveal yeah. like, okay, Superman has all these powers, he fights crime, he helps people, but we're going to reveal that he's actually an alien from a distant planet. We're going to do that later on." And there's a, you know, a radioactive rock that weakens him and takes his powers away and like you know maybe he encounters kryptonite early on and doesn't know what it is and then it gets explained or stuff like that like they they were flying by the seat of their pants all that stuff got created by different people mm-hmm. writing yeah, and it just kind of like meshed together at the last second like all the good stuff about X-Men was created by three people and everybody else has been written and, ripping it off for the past like 50 years and yeah, I yeah. brought that up on the X-Men episode and then a lot of um a lot of problems happen when you have that kind of thing going oh, on. Oh, they sure do. Um, uh, I mean, we, we have um, Star Wars. Oh, uh, there's the old canon I've and the new canon. What, what, is, uh, what is that? Uh, what? Star Wars, um, I mean, not a lot of people know about it. Yeah, um, we should do it for an episode someday. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> but, uh, I'll watch fucking Star Wars. <clears throat> all right, uh, but, like, you know, there's, like, small details and things that can really make the difference. I love the Discworld. The Discworld is maybe one of my favorite... Mm-hmm. Worlds, because they go from the beginning. There, it's like, okay, what is a disc world? It's it's a joke about how there's a, a world that's a flat disc on the back of uh, four elephants uh, standing on top of a turtle going through space. Like, well, I mean, the joke doesn't really track because that's like our world is. Right, <laughs> right, it's right, the right. same. Yeah. It's right. It's the exact same okay. as our world, which is why it's funny. It's like right. an absurd. Yeah, it's thing. funny because it's true. <laughs> And then, like, you know, uh, there's there's bits of uh, magic, and death is, like, a real personification. Like, you could go talk to death in the Discworld. Mm-hmm. That's something that comes up all the time. And he's a chill It just dude. makes it feel unique. The Discworld is probably one of my high bars for, like, um, for, like, world building and setting in, in a work of fiction. Yeah. In many works of fiction. Yes, because exactly. Because there's of those books. Right, right. right. There's, okay. there's uh, around 30 of them, I believe. Jesus. Very, very good. It's almost as many Star Wars books. <laughs> you, did you want to talk about that? Do you have a? You've been playing a lot of Death Stranding. That does some very oh, God. Yeah, uh, interesting you. and labored world building. Thank you for saying that because I was going to talk about Monsters Inc. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> uh, but real quick, Monsters Inc. I feel it's interesting in the the very limited information they give you in the first movie. Well, and then, we have to see the DVD commentary. Oh, really? They have lore. There's it lore? sucks. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, the more they tell you, the less I like it. So. Oh, that's right. absolutely well, true. Do you want to hear the bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember all of this, but yeah. in the DVD commentary for the first Monsters, Inc., mm-hmm. um, they explained that this might have been early storyboards or, or something. Yeah. But um, they explained that as humans evolved, there were two tribes, the Mins and the Mons. Oh, the humans and the Monsters. What? And what? then they have a different dimension for some reason. I was going to yeah, say, like, that, when did they split um, off? What kind of I don't know. I don't event? remember. If anyone else has ever heard about this, we, please we let us know. Can't look it There's up. actually a lot more lore to Treasure Planet too. Like they have well, like that's because it's just a, also a book. Yeah, it's just Treasure uh, Island with robots and aliens. Yeah, but they have like this whole thing about like um, they use the old concept of aether, which is like supposedly what space space was supposed to be made out of. Yeah, it's like it's they thought the space air. was made out of something yeah. back then. Um, like like oh well, you could put space into a bowl and like you know have mm, some with a little bit of the spoon that sounds yeah. good and they, they have like all these you Throw know how Captain Amelia's like yeah. oh I was in this war you want to see my scars they have like a whole backstory about that and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of they, they do that a lot with a lot of um I mean like, you know having a good Disney world is more movies. than just having yeah. like a show bible or, or a movie bible or whatever that includes of stuff that doesn't get put in it like mm-hmm. I, although that is nice I really do like hearing all the extra little details like oh yeah this is the you know 
the the show Bible for whatever, and like here's all these details that we didn't have time to put in, but it's, we we consider it canon, you know, like it's yeah. Important. There's always more thought put into a world. Well, maybe not always, but there's Usually often more thought put into a world than they will ever show you or you would ever have guessed. Big fan of creators who are just able to take questions on that and just answer all of them. I I know in particular two of my. Uh, um, Craig Wiseman, uh, who does uh, he did Gargoyles. He's done a lot of other great stuff, but he did Gargoyles. And for years at fans, he, uh, at, at conventions, he'd be like, "All right, any question about the Gargoyles world, you tell, ask me. I got an answer for it. Let's go." And then it's like immediately the first question is, "Are these two Gargoyles gay?" And he's like, "Yes." Next question. Establishing. <laughs> 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 and then it's like uh, Ian Jones Cordy, who we love. We did a we did a thing on OKKO mm-hmm. last year, uh, coming up on one year of that episode, wow. um, but. Uh, that he has been doing that. OKKO is over and I'm sad about it. But he's like, hey, look, I'm not under NDA by Cartoon Network. You can ask me whatever I want, uh, whatever you want. I can answer anything. Uh, he's like, this is a promotional thing that we made for Cartoon Network executives to say that our show is good for crossovers and that we can do oh, crossovers yeah. with any show. And just KO walking through a room of like every other licensed character. Like you could never <laughs> distribute it because you don't have the licenses for all of them. It's like... A Mega Man, Space Ghost, like oh, all wow. this, like I guess everyone, that's how they got Sonic. Yeah, they got Sonic and they got Captain Planet and they mm-hmm. got the 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 girls from Ghoul School and Scooby Doo. Oh wow, it's uh, so strange. Yeah, there's that's cool. Yeah, so it's just the, all these video games and cartoons and movie characters, and they're just like, yeah, look, we can we'll cross over with whatever. Here's our internal thing on that's it. Too bad that's so difficult to do like legally. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, that would be a really fun show. Well, they they got what they did because Cartoon Network, you know, owns Scooby Doo and owns. Uh, yeah, it's part Captain of Planet. Turner, which is yeah. part of Warner, which is part of fucking AT and T now. Like they, you just get the, everything. Spin the, the, spin the wheel. The Sonic show airs on Cartoon Network, right? <laughs> yeah. Pepsi, Zenimax, Nabisco, something. The triangle. Nabisco, the Knicks, uh, the, Illum- the Illuminati. Yeah. They all got the triangle, oh, is what I'm uh, saying. Allied Biscuit. Allied Biscuit. Yeah. Limp Biscuit? No. Does Limp Biscuit have the triangle logo? Yo, he's, um, part of, he's part of um, Coke Craft Pepsi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, does anything else stick out to you? Or, like, what about a character detail? Is there any? Are there any characters who really stand out to you in terms of, like, a creative work where it's like, oh, this guy, I really just love the way they fit into this world or, or the things that are special about them in particular. Like, you just look at them and go, this is a good work of writing or design. It's something like that. It's kind of a heavy question. Well, like, I mean, I'm not asking for your personal favorite. Like, I've ever looked at a guy, uh, like, looked at a design and gone, like, this is... Yeah, I don't look at this. That's the first thing I ever looked at you. Uh, <laughs> Fellas, is it gay to look at another dude? <laughs> is it gay to marry your wife? <laughs> sure is. <laughs> There's no um, one gayer than me, the wife marrier. Wife <laughs> marrier. Notorious for marrying life. <laughs> Wait until I introduce you to my original character at the end of this segment. <laughs> Some foreshadowing to Nick's world where everyone, you can't talk to someone until you get married to them, so people are just getting married all the time. Everyone's poly. Yeah. <laughs> um, nope, I don't have an answer to that question. What about you, you like things? What about you, Seth? Um, so my favorite author in the world um, is Garth Nix, and he's actually uh, topically Australian because we just went to Outback. What is he um, under the surface? What is he under the surface? <laughs> yeah, topically, top, topically Australian, Australian. On the top layer. Oh, on, on the top layer, he's Australian. And, uh, <laughs> on the, on well, the bottom layer, he's um, an endless fountain of creativity, uh, I guess. No, I've been reading him since I was, you know, like a kid. and so Has he done anything that people know? Yes, okay. I'm getting there. 
Uh, oh, that's Garth yeah. Nix. Garth Nix. Garth Brooks. Garth No, um, so he did the um, what was previously known as the Abhorsen trilogy, and um, which is now known as the Old Kingdom series. Um, he's done the Keys to the Kingdom series, which is getting a show apparently. Um, he's done the Seventh Tower series. Okay, so what's good? So um, has he done anything yeah, that yeah, we know? Listing things. No, <laughs> apparently not. What's the uh, what? What do you like about this? Well, these worlds? You well, got to get the list all the works. Every book he's done. Let <laughs> list which one. You uh, Shay's Children, Bag Witch, Frog Kisser. No, um, Wu Tang. Wu Tang. So okay, so what I love about him is he can create endless amount of worlds and make them absolutely believable. Like um, my my favorite series of his is the Old Kingdom series, and every time he comes out with a new book, there is new lore. Like, it kind of started out with just this, like, oh, this is a magical kingdom behind this wall, right? Um, and there were some weird it things going on. It started to sound a lot in. like Monsters, Inc. <laughs> yeah. I want to say you ripped them off. Um, I, I think this predates Monsters, Inc. <laughs> Monsters, Inc.'s been around a while. No, yeah. this... The, oh, wait, it's at the Dawn of Man, according to that yeah. developer. <laughs> That's right. The, the Dawn of Men. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, uh, oh, God, uh, is this going to be our new thing? I guess. <laughs> no, there's all this weird crap going on, like... Um, the, the the day cycle behind the wall in the old kingdom is different than it is in front of the wall. I guess in, in front the of the new wall. kingdom in uh, Encelstier, I guess is how you pronounce it, which has like early twentieth century um, technology, whereas behind there is like very medieval. Mm, um, because and it's the, the old wall, kingdom. Yes, and the wall okay. keeps behind like all this magic shit, um, and. There's also, you can go into Death, which is a series of gates, which are along a river. And so it's Abhorsen, like an airport? Sure. Um, the Abhorsen basically keeps things from co- coming back from Death. And there's there's so much crazy shit in this world. And every time he comes out with a new book, there's more lore and there's more history. And, and it, it just boggles me how he can do this. And the Keys to the Kingdom series is another one where it's just completely different but it all feels so re- real or not necessarily real but like really I mean, well fleshed out i mean it's different from realistic as it's real you know like sometimes yeah. it feels right even if it doesn't yeah. feel realistic you know yeah. like uh the whole in Discworld we talked about the whole million to one chance thing right where it's mm. like something will only happen if it's exactly a million to one chance if it's any more unlikely or any less unlikely it won't happen mm. so they miss the crazy shot to kill the dragon in one hit with an arrow but when the building collapses it was an exactly a million to one chance that they survive <laughs> yeah. so they all live one thing <laughs> i like about Discworld too is all the little idiosyncrasies that seem very realistic or very right to me, yeah. like when she's like naming all the different kinds of like based on this is a young male swamp dragon yeah, and this yeah. is a neutered male swamp it's dragon. It's a boring. It's a way to make an exciting thing boring and, and yeah, that's and, like and that's a, very a fun realistic. Way. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah over detailing stuff can yeah. sometimes be really cool. No. That's um that's kind of why that kind of leads directly into one of the other things I wanted to bring up, which is something that will almost certainly get a, an episode as soon as I fucking figure out how to do it. Uh, Venture Brothers, which is mm-hmm. one oh, of yeah. my favorite worlds and uh, collections of characters of all time. I think the one I have to bring up is the Monarch, who is starts off like oh he this guy's obviously like a shitty supervillain, like he's constantly attacking our main character, the super scientist, his bodyguard, and his kids. 
but he's got a voice that like this. He's a very specific character. <laughs> and he's like, his eyebrows go out super far and they're all like curled in a really How weird way. He looks like a because, modern butterfly. Because he's a good character? No, no, no. Because um, the talking about the like details and idiosyncrasies making an exciting thing boring. The arches have levels. Oh, yeah. And like they have That's to what go. I thought you were getting to. Yes. So the monarch can only do certain aggression. Like, because uh, villains and heroes are regulated in this world. Uh, he's like he can't like bring a tank and a rocket launcher against a guy who's just like a like a young kid boy adventurer detective or whatever. It's like uh, so that way you know somebody who's like just Robin in short pants doesn't mm-hmm. go up against Doctor Doom and yeah. like because of that he's like look you gotta uh, I can't kidnap your family members unless you are like a little bit cooler like you need better science gadgets so I can yeah. be more evil to you I want to do all this crazy shit oh, I, I want to yeah, fire off the lightning cannon but yeah. I can't do it yet don't you get assigned a nemesis too yeah um, you can you can pick one if you're like really good like or you're high up in the agency but otherwise you get like assigned one so he's like really struggling to muster up like hatred he's like I look I'm trying to be your villain I don't hate you though like yeah. you don't you're like, look, I'm trying to steal your special cuttlefish or whatever, and I don't, I don't care about it. Can't it's you like, do something that makes me hate you? It's like last week when we were talking about um, a ghost story, like the regulations and rules of ghost hunting, right, can make the world seem more realistic. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good way to, to like kind of do world building stuff. Yeah. Um, Alex, one of your favorite games has a lot of good world building in it, uh, even if it's through <laughs> Minecraft. What? I was actually going to say TF2, like because they do it in a really so. interesting way. Yeah, uh, I, mean, like, I, I feel like we may have been over this in one of the three episodes where we talked about TF2, <laughs> but... It's in every holiday special we do. <laughs> the TF2 episode. But yeah, on the surface, that's a fun, shooty game, and then you read the comics and they establish a lot of... They explain a bunch of stuff that they don't need to explain. But even if you don't read the comics, when the, the Halloween boss shows up and uh, he's like, Oh, soldier, I hate you so much! Like It's yeah. like, oh, well... That doesn't just come from the game. Like, he calls you out specifically. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I wonder what's going on there. It's like, oh, you were the worst roommate ever. Like, oh, well, I guess, yeah, yeah I guess there's more going on to it than that. Or, like, help me uh, get, please get my stupid brother's corpse directly to hell. Or, like, mm-hmm. all that. Like, just the two endless fight over a tiny bit of terrain that's not even worth anything. Yeah. I think that's fun. Um,. Actually, uh, it's not like fantastical or anything, but you and I both watch uh, Better Call Saul, and that does some great stuff. Uh, Better Call Saul Breaking That's Bad, true. where they like, like you don't really go to Mexico, go to Mexico, but they show you like bits and pieces of what the Salamancas and like what the cartel and the drug life is like yeah. in Mexico through like- all the characters that are coming from there. That's true. You could say that that's kind of world building. Like, the whole series itself is world building because you get this character, Saul, who obviously has a crazy backstory, and now we're getting to find out right. why he's like that. Yeah. Right. Because, like, over time, like, every time uh, Walt or, or Jesse or whoever gets into, like, a like a really bad situation, and they're like, Saul, what can we do about these? He's like, okay, I know a guy. And it's like, how does Saul know all these people? And, like, yeah. a, we're watching him meet them one by one, like, as going through his mm-hmm. Mac story. But it really fleshes out, like, oh, people have been doing, like, organized crime drug shit for a really long time in this location yeah, because there's all these apparatus. And, like, there's the murder stuff. cleanup service. There's yeah. the make, make yourself disappear forever service. There's the uh, die instantly person you pay to die instantly. <laughs> like, all these people that you yeah, call you for Gus specific just has a super secret basement lab out of nowhere? Yeah. yeah. No. no. Of course not. No, he had to, he had to build that shit. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just started to build that. That's just wild. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. The amount they have to explain 
is really good. So I started to get you onto Death Stranding, and then you got sidetracked onto Monsters, Inc. Yeah, so Death Stranding <laughs> is dumb, and... Yeah, it's a great <laughs> but it does game. a lot of world building. Yes, they, they corner themselves into this insane premise, and then get to make up whatever they want, because they basically started from scratch. Yeah, didn't they, like, the world is over or something? Um, I don't even... Like, there was a second Big Bang. I, I mean, like, I, I don't want to spoil the game, oh, but okay. I could go well, into it. because yeah. I, I, I am playing it right okay, now. Yeah. So there's a big explosion that destroyed America. If if you want to say what you think you know. I'm sure it all gets turned on its head later. But from what I know, and this is going to be like me barely understanding the game, is like the afterlife and the regular life are starting to get, uh, like, starting to get mixed up. And people that are stuck in between are called beached things. Is that right? Or are they dead Hmm. people? Um, I think, yeah, the BTs, I think they're between. Yes. But I also think... Sam is a what they call a repatriate, which yes. I think is also the same kind of thing where Sam, you can't Sam, die. He's our man, right? Yes. Uh, I don't. I think that's related, but I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, and then there's something like where if a dead person touches an alive person, it causes a void out, which is basically a giant explosion. Really like that. I really like all they the terminology. Into, the terminology is really fun. Like I like the BT is a beached thing because mm. like. The afterlife is like a beach, so it's like something that's coming from the ocean into it's the real life. beached light. on the death strand. Yeah, basically. it's. Uh, well, I think, yeah, a lot of the, I think the symbology comes from, especially the, like, uh, literal, like, beached whale symbolism yes. and stuff, yeah. comes from the fact that that's, like, they're, the, they strand themselves on the shore and then they die. Right. Because they can't get back to the ocean. Right, they're coming from their and world. And that's, that, that's the place, yeah, it's world. the place in between. I think that's where... Oh, yeah. yeah, and what makes it's this very, so fun it's is very, very stupid. But. Yeah, but then when you say it, you're like, well, obviously it's yeah. because of like blank, like, like because it's so on the nose that it's dumb, which loops around to it being like interesting again. Yeah, yeah. it's I, it's creative if nothing else. That's actually what I would say is the strength of it is that because it's unchained, it's also unhinged. Like it's completely yes, absolutely. like. Because they don't put the kind of restraints on themselves or, or Kojima that uh, maybe they should have or, or creative stuff is used to, you do you are seeing things that are new. Like, it felt hack in new and interesting ways. I, I want to say that. Like, yeah. it's, it's – I've seen people do uh, bad racism allegories with robots a million times. Mm-hmm. A million times. Yeah. But this is like – this is not that. This is like, oh, we're going to – mess with death and reconnecting America and likes are poison and they, they um, turn you into murderers okay, and, del- and everyone wants an Amazon package so bad that they're willing to kill for it. Like yeah. that stuff, it's new. It's yeah. not always good, but it's new. And I, I admire that a lot. Yeah. I'm, unfortunately, I am enjoying the game right now and we'll probably do an episode on it way too late. Mm-hmm. After the game is coming, so we'll watch yeah, the first two hours of cutscenes, and we'll call it a night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch on YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's so much world building. It's it's so ridiculous that it becomes enjoyable. It's so dumb. It's smart, and then it Sam, back around. You can learn about starfish at your local library. <laughs> we did this last week. <laughs> uh, speaking of last week, you could use water week. and soap to clean the floor if it gets dirty. <laughs> All right, we'll see you after the break, where we build our own worlds. Oh no! And chaos ensues. Hey, wait! I'm having one of those things. 
You know, a headache with pictures. An idea? Mm -hmm. That's right, it's me. That's or right, it's me. Gun baby. Spit me out. Gun baby. And his arch enemy. Gun baby. Don't cradle me. Mobile suit gun baby. Are you recording so I can open this? Yes. Oh, wait, we shouldn't say Oh, you're right. Yeah, that is Crack that shit right into the mic. Well, let's wait till we're done microwaving. We don't want to get the mess up the sound filter. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we were microwaving the podcast this week. That's why it sounds like That's that. That's true. Oh, wait, are you keeping all this gum baby stuff in? <laughs> no, we, were, we weren't recording we're during in about 30 minutes. sticks before we start. <laughs> <laughs> Can we microwave some gum for the show? All right. That's the only thing you ask us to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a five-minute episode. Yeah, how was the experience of microwaving gum? Yeah, kind of didn't do anything. It's fine. <laughs> It's actually really good. <laughs> Melted down a little bit. It's delicious. I have nothing else to say on the matter. Then we close out the episode. <laughs> that would be a fun episode. It would be funny We're to post... to review gum this week. <laughs> the shortest episode we've ever we posted... cut that out, I'm going to use that. Yeah. The shortest episode we've ever posted uh, for like a full week, or that was the only thing we did that week, was the, the diner draft. And that was 12 minutes. 12 minutes? <laughs> yeah. So that was, it was I just recorded a... something after. Right? Yeah, we recorded the Shining episode after <laughs> that. And then we did... Two minutes and then we recorded like the Resident Evil episode, episode after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long night. A long October night, but a good time. Um, what an episode, dude. Yeah. We were so naive. Yeah, we were. Uh, I gotta say, though, I'm uh, really enjoying... I might cut this out because it might be a little bit too much foreshadowing, but um, uh, I really enjoy going through old episodes. How many times we say, I don't know, I might do this for an episode later, but it seems a little too weird or too... It might take too long or whatever. <laughs> the next episode. And we do it like We have every... inevitably done all of those. <laughs> <laughs> I say that it takes too long to get to the good part of Silent Hill 2, so I'll never do an episode on it. <laughs> <laughs> I say that in like episode 3 or something. Fun. I don't know where I was in my life at that point when I was playing Silent Hill 2. I was having a good time. Yeah. yeah. It was like uh, three months ago? Mm-hmm. Five, Five months ago. Five months ago? Like <laughs> Actually, more like six now. Holy shit. Uh, Concerning. Time keeps happening. Yeah. It's like the time How falling. How do we stop stranding. Time is a key. Oh man, time falls weird as shit. It's a, it's, it's a. I feel like in another work of fiction, time fall would be really cool. Yes, it's weirdly tacked on. Yeah, <laughs> I never yeah. notice it. They have that's such such a cool detail that what all of the like it? flowers that die and regrow yeah, grow, uh, every like, time it rains, but you never see it when it it's, rains, you're playing it on a PS4. The water accelerates time. So if you were outside without a hood on, you would get old. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's a fancy way to degrade your equipment while it's raining. Yes. I wonder if the mechanic or anything else came first, because that's a really elaborate way to make that mechanic. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It seems like it's part of why everyone's in bunkers all the time too. Also true. I do like it when the game has a reason that you're not talking to any NPCs for you to model. It's also great. Fucked up. I don't like it. It's the exact. So um, it's the perfect thing. The perfect Kojima 
moment is you see Quiet's character design from MGS5, and she's wearing basically a swimsuit and see-through leggings and uh-huh. combat boots. And you're like, this is the most sexist design ever. And he's like, you won't be saying that when you learn why she has to dress like this. And it's like, she breathes through her skin. It's like, you created the problem. It's yeah. like, you can't do that. You can't create the problem and then fix it and be like, man, it's you a shame she has it. to do it. So there's a, a thing about this, which is called the Thurman, Thermian argument, which I think has to do with a, a book series and the Thermians being like a, a weird colonialist thing. But... um. Uh, basically the argument goes something along the lines of what you were saying, Cam, where you can't use in-plot justifications to explain out-of-plot problems that people have. Like, in the real world, someone might say, hey, this book's kind of racist, and then you go, ah, 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 it's not racist because in the book, see... In the book, it's not racist or or bad. In the the book, black people are just like that. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about, though. Well, like, in the... It, it kind of reminds me of it like it's a shitty be- piece of world building so I think it's appropriate for this episode mm-hmm. uh, bless, bless you, you. Bless Thanks. you. Uh, Starfire comes from the world of Tamaran and apparently everyone on Tamaran is just really sexually promiscu- promiscuous yeah. but the thing is they didn't start bringing that up until after Starfire had been a character that was around for 10 years already yeah. it's like why do you dress like this Starfire well on my planet it's just normal to dress like this like that's just okay you fine but yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're working around this <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't just because comic artists were horny in the 70s? Mm, That's why why Spider-Man's always showing his balls to the reader on the cover. (laughs) He's always in the pose where he's swinging and he's got his legs spread apart. Please look at my balls. (laughs) You think he ever cut uh, two holes out of the bottom of his suit? I think that's a problem. uh, That's like the premise of one of the uh, pixelated boat comics that he did. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, So... Welcome to the world building episode, everyone. This is Seb's episode, uh, as you can tell by my, how my world is where the balls hang out of your suit. <laughs> I'm glad you finally got to uh, developing your world. Everything is the same, but <laughs> yeah. your, balls your balls are always out. So this week, I had everybody do some world building, which is basically you make a world, mm-hmm. you build it. Um, you yes, put the people the, in it, you give it the rules, you, you give it the lack account. of rules. Yeah. This is a thing that nerds do, correct? Oh, it sure yes. is. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, just spent, to clarify. I spent many a lonely night with a notebook going, man, my friends sure will enjoy this Dungeons and Dragons campaign that I've labored over. And, um, <laughs> Hold on. I have two Venmo icons on my homepage. Yo. Why? That's pretty crazy. That's world building. <laughs> it shows strange. that you don't remember that you already Insane, installed Venmo. <laughs> It also shows well, that well, it like, allowed actually, him to install Venmo I built a world Venmo where twice. Venmo is two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can just put as many Venmos as you want. All right, never mind. This is not breaking news. Um, so, okay. so anyway, uh, this is something that I used to do all the time because I kept thinking... If I send you money, do you Every time we got together for a tabletop game, I'm like, this is going to be a weekly thing. It's going to be a long-involved session, and I would write up this, like, insane... Like long plot description and like dungeons and all these characters you would you meet. You also liked to recruit people who would not come back. Yes, I sure yes. did. I do not think that it was the fault of other people that all these things collapsed. It was my own hubris that brought all of this down on me every single time. Yeah. But I still had fun doing it, and it's uh, it's something that I think is very fun and mm-hmm. something that everyone should give a try. A yeah. Fun creative exercise. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, I've been doing world building type things since I was, you know. Like in early high school, at least, I, um, 
Yeah, I think pretty much freshman year was the first time I really did it. You started out um, doing stuff like, it's like our world, but water is green and I don't have to go to school. And like, <laughs> um, did you read mine? <laughs> uh, no, I, I started doing it as like, um, you know, I had all these fan characters and shit. And once you have fan characters, you're like, what if I did my own thing instead of having to obey the canon? And so yeah, then, eventually you're like, mm, the world of Sonic is a little limiting. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to do my own shit. Um, so I've been um, recently I have tried to get back into working on a couple stories of mine. And um, I found that OneNote, OneNote is a wonderful tool. Um, so I was really getting into it. And I was like, you know what? What if I made the, the other guys do this? Because what I know... What if you made two note? What if they made two note? Or four note? Because there's four of us. Oh, um, so. I would like to... Right, I, cool. I kind of want to do a special format for this. I want everyone... Um, Cam, I'm getting, you want to, I want you to use your imagination for this. Picture a really long elevator. I need to do that enough. A long elevator? <laughs> a long oh, elevator. Oh, baby. Yeah, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, just tell <laughs> us. It all worked up. Yeah. Um, we'll just, like, go around and have yeah. everybody talk about what they did, what they thought about doing it, and, you know, of course, yeah, I want, we'll, we'll all chip in and be I like... Well, mine is in the wrong structure. Yeah. No, no, no. I want to... I wanna, I want to try and do this in like a... a I mean, we can, of course, ramble, because we're going to ramble. I can't say no rambling and cut it all out or something. No, no but um, I want to just say, like... A question start, and answer yeah, answers. Uh, start a with a the pitch. <laughs> start with the pitch where Hansels. we just let them talk and we don't interrupt. And we'll say, yeah. hey, look, you have a, a, a minute or a minute and a half or, or however long you need, Did whatever. you say don't interrupt? Yes. <laughs> all right. So and to, to do... To. Their pitch and like just let them get it out and then we ruin it with our in any questions yeah, after okay. that I we agree. go that here's great. the question and answer portion okay. where you where we ask you like hey did, can you show us a drawing you did of this cool skull that's the main character or whatever yeah. so where does the long elevator come into this the long elevator comes in because the long elevator is where I'm going to ask Seb to give me her pitch for her cool world or do you want to save yours for last uh, do you mind if I go first uh, I, yeah yeah, yeah. I'm worried I will be outshined can this we, oh, no. can we put the elevator sounds in, in post Ooh, yes we can okay. uh, that would be great all right. Do you want to talk any more about what this episode is, or before we watch um, this? Um, it's kind of a nebulous idea. World building, like as we were talking about in the first uh, segment, world building can be anything from some crazy fantastical world to just building. It's our world. The, the water is green, and I don't have to go to school. Yeah, or just <laughs> building the story and the lore around your characters that exist in the real world. Right. So, right. you know, they, it was just kind of write something. The world of. Uh, the webcomic A Ghost Story is not that much different from our world. Like yeah. people still need to pay rent and go to Chinese restaurants to get food and stuff. Yeah. And There's donate, only two colors. And though. donate donate, really and donate plasma to make rent. Like, you know, all that yeah, stuff is still happening. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, there are ghosts in it. It's not that many changes, if if I can put it that forward. Yeah. So Kim, you wanna go first? Yeah, let's get in the elevator. Um, uh, which floor are you getting? Uh, I'm going to six hundred. Okay. Where are you going? Uh, where we're at, <laughs> we're at zero. We're in the second floor basement right now. Emily did that did that to me the other day. That's I'll right. have you know, we were going like down on uh, down the stairs to go somewhere else, yeah. and she's like, "Wait, is this the second floor basement?" <laughs> <laughs> second floor basement. I forgot about that. Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, yeah, hold uh, it. Shout out! Shout out! Uh, today we are recording this on the on March the fourth. Fourth, March the fourth. T- tomorrow, uh, shout out, uh, enemy of the show, 
Emily's it's birthday. Friday. It's Friday. Friday? Yes. Oh, so I have it in my in my uh, calendar. Wrong. I was gonna mention it on your, your calendar, wrong, but then I forgot. Because <laughs> I gotta get in this elevator. Yes. <laughs> all right. We're getting in this elevator. Get hey, elevator. look. Wait. Hold the I'm, door. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm I'm an executive. I have done a lot of coke. I need oh, to hear about oh. your creative idea right now. Oh, great. You go to pitch. I can pitch this to you. Actually, whoop. Oh, I have the script right here. Oh, uh, perfect. Um, the year is 2012. Doug Water takes the E-Train to his job at Black Box Studios, the creators of Skate 2. Today's mm. the day they decide what advertisers to partner with for Skate 4. Mm. It's a big day, so he stops for a snack to fuel up at the E-Mart. <laughs> Browsing the E-Shelves, he sees his favorite E-Snack, 3D Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Doug grabs a bag with the peace of mind that they will never stop making them. 3D Doritos are the most popular snack on the planet Disney Earth, which was renamed after Disney Nabisco bought the rights to livable planets. Mm. <laughs> Doug manspreads up to the counter and sets the bag in front of the cashier, who is really hot. Like, slamming hot. A total smoke show. If this girl was some art, she'd be in a museum. And like a good one. Not one of those shitty museums. <laughs> Anything else she can... <laughs> Is that the end of your page? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Ahem. Anything else, she questions? Nah, that's it, Doug answers. I'm Cam Greer's wife, she replies. Doug nods. <laughs> that's a weird thing to mention at this particular moment. After a brief exchange of silent staring, Cam's wife speaks up. That'll be 120 milliliters. Doug reaches for his wallet, which is a big jug with markings on it. He clearly struggles to lift it high enough to pour his payment into the E-Mart's liquid register. Dude, this guy's rich. <laughs> Doug, after catching his breath, wheezes, Is that enough? You're a little short, Cam's wife replied. Doug thought it was a weird time to be roasted like that, but go off, I guess. <laughs> Excuse me. Doug was still winded. Winded. You need just a couple grams more, she answered. Doug was too tired to lift his massive jug of liquid money up again, so he just spit in the register. I hate that I laugh at my own jokes this much, but I can't do this. Do you have any more? Okay. Thank you. Have a wonderful E-Day. Okay. Doug, uh, nope, not done. Doug grabbed his 3D Doritos and left to pitch Skate 4 partner with Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> Alright, that's it. All right, and then I have a couple of notes right now. Alright, okay. we're opening up the floor for questions. So oh yeah, what are you guys doing? So are we, I'm sorry, so we're off, are we off the elevator now? We're not, we're not off no, the we're elevator. elevator. But we are <laughs> opening the floor up. Yes, we're opening okay. <laughs> The floor is open. Okay. And there's, thank God there's another floor yeah. under. You're All really right. concerned about the, the construct of this metaphor. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, should like, should like, should yeah, do if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. We have to build the world. Okay, so now the elevator has opened and other people have come on to ask questions about what they just heard. Right, they can all hear me from Yeah, yeah. Well, you're saying it over the loudspeaker, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, Seb, do you, what's your question for Cam's world? Like, well, I, I asked him what the liquid is that he's paying with, and Cam said money. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I have some more world details I can run through. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. questions if you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, or should we... Uh, should well, I just yeah, read all yeah, this Yeah, just put everything out there, and then... All right. The U.S. switched to liquid currency in the early 2000s because after the 90s, we as a country were bored and wanted to change things up. Mm. This is a very end, end of history vibe. Like, yes. we're nothing nothing else exciting is going it's to like happen. It's like a very 1770s. Yeah, I was going to say, actually, a lot of the ideas I had, I 
ran into a wall because it was just 1770. 7-6. You didn't go into a Bojangles thing. Yeah. <laughs> Everything, I was like, humans live forever. Or it was, all my ideas ended in humans are bored, so they had to do this. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, liquid money established by President Thomas Drippy Liquid <laughs> and seemed like a fun idea at the time. <laughs> Is this a, that's a Kojima name? Yeah, sure. that's, all this also comes from Jake Wind and all that shit. Uh, people carry around containers for their money, ranging from small flasks to large jugs. Drinking your money is a sign of wealth, and is said to bring good luck. Bank is... robberies are really hard now. Uh, a wet dollar is worth more. <laughs> Slang for liquid money is as follows: splash, wet. Quid, short for liquid. <laughs> like, oh. Same deal. Oh. <laughs> Moist ones, wet ones, fleshable wipes, and dinero. <laughs> Swimming in money is much more viable. A trend with cool kids is to use a water gun as a wallet and shooting it to pay. Venmo is called Wetmo. <laughs> oh. And then I was still going, and Nick said, I'm at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Because that's where we ate before recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, sharks, what do you think? All right. So, Seb, uh, did, did you have another question beyond what is the liquid? That... Where do you get the liquid for money? Um, it comes from the bank. Where do you get any money? Where does the bank get the liquid for money? They make it. They make it. Where do they, how do they mint it? What do they mint it out of? Well, it's not mint. Yeah, it's not mint. It's like... <laughs> Okay. It tastes like battery right. acid. That's- well, that's no wonder <laughs> drinking your money is kind of But if it really sucks, like it tastes like shit, but people still drink it because it's like I can. This is this I got is money how to rich. I, I got money to drink. I got money to drink. <laughs> yep. There's still that's class funny. conflict. It's just illustrated in much more absurd ways. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I got money. I was trying to get into something where if your clothes were... They are in there drinking their money. Mike Bloomberg. (laughs) Mike Bloomberg has enough money to fill the ocean. (laughs) Money times over. Waves of money. Waves of money. People who just walk around all wet, they're literally, you know... They're rich as fuck. You're flush with cash. What about toilets? Are toilets... Filled with money now? Well, I know. Not all water is money. Right. Okay, but I would like to say that it is hilarious that he spits into the register because that's like that means that any liquid can. No, I think did just taking a sip. Did you mean to say that he took a sip and then spit it out, or did you just mean like his spit (laughs) was previously drank some money, (laughs) so it was in his system? I'll admit it was maybe a poorly thought out detail that was funny inside, but. I will say, very funny. Thank you. And it, 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 it does tell it does tell me more about the character of this guy that it's kind of a dick move for him to spit in the register. Yes. Which is like, uh, well, I guess if if you had if you had money that was water or uh, that was a liquid of some kind, yeah. you would be able to dilute it, right? Yes. So there would have to be a standard on how diluted money would be before it became original. So if he was only short just a little bit and then spit in it, yeah. it wouldn't dilute it too much. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with that. Our original concept was that um, different colors of money would be worth more. Mm-hmm. So if you had red money and was worth not so much, and then you had blue money, which was worth oh. a lot, if you had purple money, it was kind of in between. So to, so to catch darker... people who counterfeit their money yeah. with uh, food coloring, yeah. <laughs> they, how do they do that? By taste. Okay. If that, they, but I wasn't, you just I was... taste the money. Yeah. Okay. It's like Coke. Right. You tasted the money. No, you tasted okay. the money. <laughs> go, go, moving, moving on from the money. Yeah. Uh, what are... Uh, Do we have what? to? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, what 
are the effects that the Disney Nabisco buyout of the planet Earth? We were just talking about how every brand. I know. Owns. I was so excited because we brought up Nabisco too. Yeah. Um, and I said the New York Knicks. I didn't think that one, <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't get folded in, but uh, you know, that's okay. Well, because of that. Does everyone have to wear mouse ears? <laughs> no, but you do get better treatment in society if you do. Oh, shit, Lots that's a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cast system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're a Disney cast member, are you, like, president? No, I'm a Disney like, cast system member. Disney cast system. Cast wars. Um, yeah, they really, really took a bath on that deal. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? <laughs> a bath is, uh, uh, so... My question is, did this all get completely... When did this start germinating in your head? Was it, like, immediately after I said liquid money last week? Or? It was, actually. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Did you say that last yes. week? I forgot how we got onto yes. it. Yes, and I had a joke that I meant to make and then didn't uh, about liquid assets that I, I just, like, mm-hmm. I was, like, itching to make Yeah, that's where the then. slang thing came yes. from. Because people will say, oh, I'm not so liquid right now. Yeah, like, I have money, but it's tied up in stocks or whatever. I don't literally have dollars in my wallet right now. Right. But in this case, you would be, like... Oh, my liquid is all tied Buddy, up. Buddy, I'm drowning in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm drowning in money, baby. Drowning it's, in money. It's in somebody else's pool, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Pulling your money together. Pulling your money together or like having a high-risk pool for insurance or something like that. A high-risk pool, you just don't want to dive into that. <laughs> hey, if you can't swim, all pools are high-risk. Does, um, um, I have to add the obligatory chaos question. Do uncles exist in your <laughs> Yes, this is still an uncle-filled universe. Thank God. <laughs> Uncles are alive and well. That's a concept. What, what's the percentage of uncles? <laughs> I did obviously. I didn't prepare well enough for this episode. I'm gonna say seventy-five percent. Seventy-five percent of people That's are so uncles. high. It's mostly <laughs> uncles. Mostly uncles. Is that even possible? I mean. If we're if we're going by uncle potential on this podcast, I'd yeah. say that's about right. Uh, I'm the only aunt on this podcast. Right. right. Um, Cam and I each have two siblings, but uh, we're all in a Mexican standoff to not have children. So. Yeah. We're doing great. <laughs> yeah. While we both have the potential to be uncles, it is uh, unlikely. Yes. Yeah. It's an unlikely event. Um, um, so I also have another question. Yeah. Um, is the liquid money like water where it will freeze or like alcohol where, where it will not? If you put it in the fridge, it becomes gelatin. Okay. <laughs> so it just has a... Does that, is there a benefit to that? Uh, it's point. easier to carry, I guess. Yeah, what, freezing. What happen, how hot does it have to be to turn it into a gas? You can't boil it. money. Do people... Wait, you, you can't boil it. <laughs> it doesn't have a no. boiling. You can't boil it. What a wild world detail. That's like... I feel like that has just opened up an entire new, like, universe of The progression from there would be to, like, vape your money. But if that's <laughs> off the table... That's the natural progression yeah. is to vape your money. If drinking it is a sign of wealth, smoking it... Smoking. <laughs> one, one of our sharks has just left, I think, because... Uh, no, this this, 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 this might have been too much. No, um, <laughs> Hot box um, in my seat. I will say, Cam, <laughs> that this uh, like bit joke idea that you had that uh-huh. like you wrote a short story about is already like a really interesting thing to play around it. Like I have ideas about what like what like you even talking about how bank robberies are harder right now makes yeah. me think about like a siphoning thing. When like, I was writing that, I was like, wait, are they easier now? <laughs> well, if you had it like a tanker instead of like a, a you know like a armored vehicle, yeah, you could roll up, drain it. And then drive away. Right. Mm-hmm. And but if you were to rob like a money truck, it'd be much more dangerous in case any of the containers burst, because then you lose all the money. Mm-hmm. So I was originally pitching this to a friend of the show, Tyler, 
um, Dr. Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original, <laughs> the, something that just came out while I was talking about it is people spend, piss is also money, <laughs> so people spend all day drinking it. Nobody works, they spend all day drinking water at home mm, so right. that they can pee more. I feel like this is uh, dil- diluting, pardon the pun, the, the intent of your universe. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is a scrap idea. Because out, immediately Tyler's response was, so they're drinking their money so they can pee more? <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> they're laundering piss. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you get mom money. It's like drink this yep. and piss it out so that it's clean money. Yep. <laughs> money digesting. Money digesting. No, but okay. When when you pee, you yeah. pee less liquid than you do. Right, you're in. never getting the same amount as you put in because so your body become, metabolizes so some wait, of it. It's so wait, so if you money drink money, yeah. money is flowing through your veins. You yeah. are becoming money. Yes, you're 70% money. Okay. <laughs> You'd be in 100%, baby. <laughs> so you can be in one of those speeches that Jay Z gave. You gotta, be, you gotta be, you're right now, you're 70% money. You gotta be 100%, you gotta be 100%, 100% money, money, baby. That's yeah. what's keeping you at 100 Uh Cam, do you have a. So, so if you're making like a deposit at an ATM. You spend all day on my bullshit. You pour it into the machine, they have a Cam, we've spent shockingly little time on this. It might seem like it's ready. It's been like 12 minutes. It's the stupidest bullshit ever. But we also have three more people together. That's true. However, what was the question going to be? If you deposit money in an ATM. I was considering the idea of just pouring a jug into an ATM, which is good. Is foreign money. Different All kinds right. of liquid. Other countries still use what they use. Ah. Oh, it's just the U.S. It's just the U.S. But oh, like, wait, Nabisco Disney planet. bought out Earth, but they're still like yeah, they're, they're, still they're, they're leasing it to the other they're countries. Still, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but Disney would totally do it. Yeah, they would do it. Um, so I don't know about Nabisco. I got to research more. <laughs> how was your experience with this? How did you like it? It was good. I was going to spend more time on the. I know I do this every week, but I end up having to work yesterday. I usually do the podcast stuff the day before where I have a day off. But obviously, I have free time. But shockingly in depth for uh, what you said was a little, only a little amount of time. Yeah, well, I st- I've been thinking about it all week. That's luckily. good. I had more ideas. The Thomas Drippy Water thing, <laughs> whatever the fuck I said, has been floating around my floating around my brain for a while. I had it a couple. Of, I'm actually going to check my phone because I think I took notes that I never took anything from. But yeah, I've been thinking about this. I said I talked to Tyler about it when we went for a run one day. Oh, that's great. And, um, but only just this morning did I get I to. I feel like there is an down. aspect of creative work that could be perceived as uh, like cringe. You know, like you're o- mm-hmm. you're, op- you're opening yourself up by saying yeah, those I have ideas this. were bad, dude. Well, he knows <laughs> I do a dumb podcast, so he knows that he's been I, like, on I have to podcast. do this for the dumb podcast. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay. And Tyler is such a great person that he will get on board with anything. He it seems like he's just willing to go along for the ride, person. no matter what. Yeah, he's, yeah such as. Some of your friends are going to eat 60 chicken nuggets twice. <laughs> twice can you examine them medically afterwards? <laughs> He's like, I know I can not legally do that, but I will tell you what their bodies are going through. Yeah. So, but um, in terms of creative process, I can think about it all day and I'll forget to take the notes down like I did. And with my job, I can't really pull up my phone and just start writing something down. But once I sat down today, I had my cup of coffee and I just opened my laptop, looked at Seb's Google Doc and just started writing like then I can just especially when it's for something like this I can just 
like spew this shit just out. I could have done another like the, it's all nonsense anyway, so yeah. just keep going. And then I could just add little dumb yeah. details in it's, as I go. The way you did fun. it is kind kind of reminds me a lot of improv. Like it's it was very mm-hmm. much a, a yes and kind of thing. You treat the, the world building prompts as a yes and it's like, all right, yeah. there's liquid money. It's like what is your world shape? Like, well the Bisco Disney bought it. Right. It's like what that is uh, from that is like what well, who governs the world or what Seb set up a really nice Google Doc for us. Yeah. Too, it right? wasn't like a strict guideline, but I, I think it worked mm-hmm. yeah well in this case. My favorite visual from this that I have been thinking about all week is was registers and like when you pay for something, I wanted like a big jug in the like I mean I mean like fridge size yeah. like because you're not gonna have is that there like a there. funnel on the top to pour it in or it, do you have I to mean, really get it in there otherwise it spills well, like Doug Water had the problem of you really got it like if you're carrying around a lot of money it weighs a lot. Duck water is such a fucking Kojima <laughs> shit thing. Like it's water's just so Jake important. <laughs> yeah. it's, from, from it's right there. Stranding. Doug water, and then what was the other guy's name? Thomas Liquid something. Mm-hmm. And Cam's wife, very Thomas important character. <laughs> I was Drippy. loving that. Shit. Yeah, I was cracking up. Thomas Drippy, what is it? Drippy liquids. Sorry. Yeah. Liquidton. President, yeah. Thomas Drippy liquid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was thinking like a big glass vial, and then like a successful business would have that would want to show that that's full all the time all I've been able to think of the entire time is there's a character <laughs> this business carries less than 200 milliliters oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I was going to my original plan was to really get into different measurements and I was going to you show graduated up. cylinder meniscus yeah, bullshit sorry if you houses. don't take more than like 50 ounce jugs yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a character in the fighting game that just came out Cam who She's like a she's a mage and she has this like lick like big potion bottle on her back that is full mm. of liquid that changes color depending on which color you pick her as. Yeah. And she'll like open it up and like it. kind of bend it out. I'm trying to find a that good awesome. picture. This is like Gara. Uh, yeah, sort of a little bit. Uh, she like turns it into whips and stuff. I'm trying to find a good picture oh, where you um, can see the whole. They had uh, Katara do that. Yeah, yeah it is, it's sort right. of like that too. Um, she like brought around fairy. some water so she could bend it. All the pictures are her from a front facing angle, but I need it from the from the back because she has the thing strapped to her Just back. Don't Google from the back. Mm. <laughs> you can sort of see it in this one. The design is really horny, but don't worry about that. Mm. Um, it's like off of her hip. She has it like. Oh okay. Yeah, I yeah. want more like Gara. I want a big. It's big it's big, but you can't big tell because she has all this band. other yeah, like yeah, it's like a big potion potion bottle. Yeah, I see. That's pretty cool. I, yeah, I like that. Um, and I'll, I've been thinking about that. It's like you have this like big thing of liquid just strapped to you at all times. Yeah, I wanted it to be. I was going. I got into it a little bit, but I wanted it to be a burden. Like I mentioned <laughs> that it was. He started it because it seemed like it would be fun at the time. Mm-hmm. And now people have like all these problems and, that yeah, are caused. Like if you drop your wallet and it breaks, all your money just soaks into the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get it back unless you have a mind. I have, like, a, an entire list of ATM-related questions I'd like to ask, but I think we should move on. Oh, yeah, um, this is my floor. I'm, I'm sorry. So if you're throwing if you're throwing, <laughs> oh, if you're throwing money into a fountain, you're just pouring it in, or what? <laughs> uh, yes. In this world, uh, the fountains shoot coins. You get a little eyedropper, and you just put one eyedrop in. Oh, yeah. An eyedrop is very disrespectful, but also very precise. Uh, uh, now we are going to uh, reset our scenario uh, Seb, I am still um, blown off of this coke. 
You and I are getting into the bottom floor. I went all. I wrote all the way back down. Wait, um, can I get in? Uh, no, yeah, I, 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 I thought. Do you have room? Are we getting in at the top and then going back down? That's right. Okay. I don't yes. remember. Right. Okay. I need to get down. I did another bump. I did, a, I did another bump. Seb, you want to show us all how it's done? Okay. Can you um, go down? Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on, come on in. Thank you. Jesus. Take a seat. Fuck. Sit on the floor in the elevator. Come into my office. This is your office? Elevator office. Office sucks. So, um. We're renovating. Pitch time. We're going to shut up. I'm sorry. The four quarter office. Pitches, pitches. Um. So, I'll admit, I actually had some trouble with this, even though it's my own thing. And I like to world build because most of the stuff uh, I wanted to think about was stuff I've already done and I wanted to do something new for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, I don't have a story written down. Um, but imagine, right? Humans die out, right? We leave all this trash behind. Raccoons inherit the earth. They are the new sentient species. Uh, and all of their society is based around trash. So they, um, they've evolved a bit. They look kind of funky. They stand up on their uh, front uh, or their hind legs. Um, and they've got like, y- y- you guys know, of course you've seen the, the Sonic from uh, before they changed him in the movie. Ooh. A little bit like that, that except- shouldn't be your comparison. <laughs> a little bit like that. Okay. Uh, but Kind less, of fucked up. But <laughs> kind of fucked I up. I see. They look kind of fucked up. Right? Um, Their uh, currency consists of packing peanuts and um, bottle caps. Mm. um, And they like to wear plastic. They do not use any natural materials. Everything is garbage. Um, They eat garbage. They live in garbage. Um, They love garbage. Right? Mm. Um, So let me... Where's the rest of my, uh, my notes? This is all I could remember off the top of my head. Um, they're about three feet tall. Hmm. They're main competitors in the world. There's another race of uh, intelligent species that have evolved, um, and those are the simians, and they live in, Ooh. like, India. They're like, you know how, like, monkeys in, like, India are actually kind of pests? Yeah. You, you know those guys? Uh, like Diddy Kong. Mm. Yeah. So D- Diddy Kong uh, is their main... <laughs> Shit. <Diddy King>? Um. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. So all right. So my my notes are um, this is about five hundred thousand years in the future, but I'm kind of hand waving, like uh, how much stuff has rotted. Who is mowing the lawn at eight thirty at night in March? <laughs> oh boy. What a, what a fucking setting piece. Like what what world building that is. Trying to make that trip. So getting wet. <laughs> that work getting wet. Yeah. So what I have is uh, most of the Earth's most delicate species have died out. The planet is still recovering from the effects of runaway global warming. Only the most resourceful animals, by and large the pests, have survived. Uh, birds like crows, sparrows, etc. Squirrels, mice, rats, coyotes, feral dogs, and cats. Regional pests like monkeys. Uh, have survived. The most successful is the raccoon for its ability to eat garbage, wash its food, and have tiny little grabby hands. <laughs> they are terrible little awful things. Uh, they still do not have real thumbs. Um, yep, they still have fake thumbs. Um, they have different regional groups. 
Uh, some are more brown, some are more gray, some are taller, some are shorter. Tanukis are not a real raccoon. They are dead. Um, so none of these raccoons have huge balls. Mm. Huge some of them are dead, nuts. some of them are transformed into statues. Different regional uh, raccoons might have larger balls than others. Okay. So um, important well, I, yeah. yeah, I think the ones with the balls would have the evolution. Getting choked up. <laughs> yeah. They would have the I'm advantage. Starting to cry. <laughs> I, I don't want the balls to be gone. <laughs> transformative balls um so uh they also revere the old ones which is uh the the uh first comers who created the world and gave them the resources that is garbage right Mm. they have no idea they kind of live in a in a almost they're not quite agricultural yet but they're getting there they're kind of like uh hunter-gatherers who kind of like they're starting to be like oh seed make plant but mostly um, they just want to eat like twinkies and stuff. yeah mostly they they eat 500,000 year old twinkies um <laughs> yeah, so yeah and uh that's what i have done and i have some oh thank god I was drawings they're not super great um, I was trying to like get the evolution down without making them look too scary. They're um Oh that one does have huge fat fucking nuts though. No, that's his legs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Those hips don't lie though. Hey, baby. Yeah, I imagine that bit is going to be much funnier yeah. in audio. They're, they're so, so Yeah, you guys all still call me because you can see it. So, the guy all the way on the right is wearing a styrofoam cup on his head. Um and they have like large really awkwardly large foreheads now. Do they um, talk? They talk. <laughs> okay. They call themselves the Chichera. Um, oh, that's cute. Yeah, because they still make... They like to sit down? No. Oh, nice. Um, they make stupid <laughs> raccoon noises still, <laughs> but they, they have a language of it out of it. Um, they live in a matriarchal society, um, and... The ones with the most teats survive? Yeah, it's the, the one with... Because different, (laughs) yeah. If you have sixteen teats versus two teats, no, they still have regular amount of raccoon teats. Uh, How many Um, teats do raccoons usually have? What kind of conflict? Conflict arise for ten. All right, we're opening up up the floor for questions because you guys can't contain yourselves. (laughs) So I'm I'm gonna go first. What kind of conflicts arise in a trash-based society? Where okay, for starters, like. Conflicts arising in trash-based society. You mentioned that they eat trash and cr- trash is their currency. That that causes some problems for me already. Yeah, is, is, is it, no, that's, that's similar with my world. <laughs> we're gonna get into it. Oh, no. <laughs> Did everyone all just do this? a thing with weird money? Uh, okay. I, I mean, I prom- mine wasn't based around money. I promise you, I did not do a thing with weird money. Okay. You better I, change your pitch. <laughs> maybe yeah, I should. Holy lie. shit. Uh, am I losing the theme? Do I have to title this episode something different? Make up a world with weird money? <laughs> um... So you you were asking what are the conflicts that arise yes. in trash based society? So um, if your trash isn't dirty enough, Ooh. you can't uh, use it as money. Um, mm-hmm. You cannot use it. It's it's kind of like if you have clean trash, you are mm-hmm. lower. Okay. If it's well used and well loved, it has more of a touch of the old ones. Mm. That is better. Mm. All right. Now. You want the Every time garbage. you say old ones, I'm thinking Lovecraft. And that's not what you're going for? We, or what? They, we would might you not call us eldritch uh, 
I think we're pretty oh, eldritch. Is this us? Yes. yes. Okay. That, she said that during her pitch. I, just, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I got really distracted when you said Humans the early comers or something. Yeah, well, now <laughs> just kind of recognize with each other. <laughs> the first, first comers, comers yeah. It's yeah. about time the first comers get something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Usually they're first served. <laughs> Um, no, oh humans have died. God. Raccoons have inherited the earth. Yes. Um, so, so conflicts that arise. So there is. It is kind of a class-based society. There's people who get the top tier garbage and people who get the low tier garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's but also in this case, low tier garbage is cleaner. Right. Yes, okay. it is right. not as garbage. Okay. In a way like, that that makes it like kind so of new like new things uh, are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Things, if you have to use sticks to build okay. your house, you suck. But yeah. sticks are the oldest thing around. But it's not. No, like, but it's not from the the great old ones. Yeah, it okay. doesn't have any significance. You want yeah. the more manufactured, and you want the stuff yeah. that's more well used because that and that also means like if the raccoon loves it and takes it around everywhere, it eventually becomes more valuable because yes. it's dirty and scratched up and shit. So it's sentimentality like, has what, value. What if you use it so much it like disintegrates because it's so. Bold. Then that's money that's just gone. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it becomes at, at once it becomes the most valuable thing ever. Yeah. And then it is worthless. It goes over the over the peak. Okay. Over the edge. Yeah, it, it's like it's when your score gets too like high, a, and it uh, resets to zero. It's more like the spirit of that thing has been released. Mm. Okay, well, in like a Marie Kondo sense. So that stops giving you joy. Yeah. I asked you what no, kind of conflicts arise, and you gave me like a class thing. So does that mean there are a lot of class conflicts? Are we looking at like yeah. a kind of caste system based thing? Uh, less, yes. a, a little bit more straightforward than Cam's wet cast well, system. There's but. also, um, there's territorial conflicts like mm. um, the Chichera that live in, say, New York City. The remains of New York I, City. I would imagine it's New Trash City. New Trash okay. City. Okay. It might just be Trash New York City, like uh, trash Alligator New York City. Oh, yeah. Um, they have a higher standard of living than people who live outside of it. But, I'm um, sorry, once again, in this case, it would be a worse standard of living, from our perspective, right? Yes. Because they like things that are bad. But they like yes. it. Okay. Right. Yeah, but they, they have more trash to, to, to eat. Stuff. They have more trash to eat okay. and more trash to build with. Yes. So right? because it is worse, they like it more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and some might say that Jersey is a really nice place oh. for them to live. Oh, um, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Johnny Sack. <laughs> uh, landfills are viable <laughs> or uh, valuable. They they fight over, you know, territory mm. like that kind of stuff. Gotcha. And if um, on the off chance they, you know, ruin some stuff, that's that's better okay. real estate. Curb yep. appeal. Sign me up. Yeah. Hey, yep. curb appeal. Yeah. But so, because they're like three feet the tall and they suck, mm-hmm. uh, they they have a hard time actually ruining things like buildings and stuff like that. The conflicts sound very adorable. So yeah, yeah. what is the animated series coming? Yeah, the, 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 the class war seems very cute. <laughs> I have to say, uh, Cam, do you have a question for Seb's world before you? Uh, um, yeah, I did want to know why they start wearing clothes. Um, so they don't wear that much for clothes. They more wear like decorative items because mm-hmm. the world is hotter now. And they still have a good. They still have a good amount of fur. Democrats. Uh, <laughs> Sam just, I just hit Sam with that. I didn't uh, see that. Um, so they, they they mostly just wear uh, decorative items because they still have a good amount of fur. But because they don't really hibernate anymore, um, sometimes they they will wear some more protective gear. Um, you know, from the rain to keep them from getting wet, from the snow. You know, they've got you know all that plastic and styrofoam and tarp and you know crap like that that yeah. they can you know fashion 
shelter and uh, hats. And would you of. think people or raccoons have like jobs in this sense, or do you think it's more like a medieval time? Like, would you it's, be it's able to pre medieval? It's pre agricultural. Okay. So they're, they're like there's still hunter gatherers, and there's a lot to gather. Yeah, they're mm. they're not even Neolithic. They're like Mesolithic okay, at this point, but they still have like a. Yeah, it sounds like they're making a mess. <laughs> they, they, they're they're starting to eke out their society. You know, okay. so they're but they're like more hunter gathery kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, another question I was I wanted to know just from a this is related to your pitch, but more just curiosities. What are other some pest animals that you think would still be alive? Um, so, so like the idea of like shitty birds and like yeah, seagulls, so, obviously. So crows, alive. crows and seagulls. Yeah. Crows are kind of like semi sentient gremlin things right now. They're kind of like um, that right now in real life. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> now they're like even even more so. Mm-hmm. Are they Slightly more or smarter. less racist than Dumbo? Slightly smarter uh, crows. <laughs> Dumbo's pretty well, racist. Well, race doesn't, sorry, race doesn't exist film, as Dumbo. such in this world. That will come later. I think oh, once uh, once the crows yeah after the first move, comers that'll come later <laughs> yeah <laughs> move past the uh, the semi sentient gremlin stage into the fully sentient gremlin stage <laughs> so there's still gremlins yeah no they suck uh, they eat all the trash I was more uh, curious of like what other animals you think would still be alive um what do you think yeah like uh, rats we talking rats rats like anything can't have New York City now, without the rats baby yeah anything Love the rats. If you see something and it's listed uh, listed as uh, least concern, uh, it's probably alive. Um, anything in the rainforest, like if, if it's a delicate place like the rainforest, they're probably dead. Um, if they are on their way to extinction right now, they're probably dead. Yeah. Like elephants, uh, rhinos, humans, um, humans. There might be some pockets of humans somewhere. Ooh. That might come into play yeah. later, but they're they're by and far like pretty much dead. Um, livestock animals are dead um, because they're no longer alive. Then they're yeah, dead they're dead stock. Okay, which um, is good for shoes, but bad for animals. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because there's no humans to take care of them, and they have become very stupid. Um, become they, <laughs> dumb as hell right now. <laughs> what? Uh, All right, Alex, do you have a raccoon-specific question? I, for this I think I've gotten most of them out of the way. All right. Um, there was something. I just want to see more drawings. If Did you finish you that, we'll put it as a thumbnail. Or if you, yeah. you know, flesh it out a little more or whatever. Yeah, I'll make, I'll make, make they can make tools now. now. I'll make like a, a little raccoon with some like trash spears PVC like made bike. out of, no, <laughs> make some spear made out of like of really sharp plastic that came out of something. Mm. Oh, uh, all right. So when, when was the, like when you think timeline wise, was the like mass extinction of humans? Was that um, was was there like a large event or was it gradual? I think it, it was like a it, it was pretty much the runaway global warming and just a gradual die out. And I did have an idea. I think that maybe it was a plague. Um, I was like entertaining the idea of it being an animal born plague, and it was actually Some the sort raccoon's of virus fault. I was just about to ask you about that. No, it wasn't actually coronavirus. Uh, Would you say that they live that in CBT some kind of raccoon city <laughs> where there's a virus that spreads? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, he's, he's got me. He's got me totally just uh, Resident Evil. Oh, you were trying to get him to say Raccoon City earlier, too. <laughs> and then I just one more thing. They're so not if, up to cities yet. Is the, the progress of human civilization... Village. 
around where we are now when they go extinct, or would this be like a future human? A, like, a little more advanced. Like okay. I'd, I'd like, say, would we there have, be like, like robots or shit that's are still around or something like that, um, or no? Yeah, I'd say okay. So let's say I pictured we go. Wally a little bit on your original pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. let's say we world. go. We I go like a thousand years in the future. Yeah, we didn't go to space. Um, but the global warming and the it, the world just kind of became a petri dish for things that uh, mm-hmm. would kill us. Um, and now we're all dead. So it was yeah. kind of gradual. Um, I'm sure there were some big events in there somewhere. Uh, yeah. But it was mostly gradual and then maybe an epidemic. Uh, so. Also, when you said kind of sentient monkeys, I was thinking Planet of the Apes. But you quashed that because they're in Asia. They're not in New York. No, no. They're the ones with the long faces and the little ears. <laughs> yeah, years. different ones. Um, not Dr. Zayas and yeah. the gang. One of the uh, <clears throat> reasons I kind of went with this was because uh, I've always kind of wondered what it would be like if instead of primates being the first to evolve into a, a dominant sentient species, yeah. what if it was something else? Or what if it was like these simians? Would we have pointy elf ears? I or, really do kind of yeah. want to make like a whole thing based on bird people. I, I really yeah. really think that would be a fun little thought experiment. Birds are kind of gross though. Yeah. yeah. Birds are great. <laughs> you heard not to make it too horny. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just for that, you're going next. Oh, <laughs> no! Your eternal reward. <laughs> All right. But, so uh, I, I made a world about horny birds. We're going. <laughs> we're going back Same up horrible. in this elevator. I am still it's normal. Wait, can you hold the door? Yeah, I'm blitzed on this. I am like uh, on you're this. You're so high on cocaine. You're just going up and down the elevator. All <laughs> you're not gonna be able to you're do your pitch. <laughs> gonna climb out the top of the elevator and just climb up and down the elevator shaft. <laughs> like Donkey Kong Jr. Going <laughs> <laughs> ape shit in there. So you have any kind of creative ideas? I'm really just kind of. Um, in right now. So I'm going to read it down. This is, <laughs> I have about a page and this was entirely stream of consciousness. I will not organize this in any way Absolutely. until I have said everything. All right. So we will, we will wait until you have said everything and so then some, we will ask. Wait, so can someone hit like three of them? Button. Yeah, I got you. Uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to the 10th floor. You're going to the top? You're going to 10th? Yeah. I'm going to well, we're going down for, we're at like 580 right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to three. So can we just go to 10 and then go to three? No. <laughs> Alex, what's your pitch? Um, okay, so I pulled up your I pulled up your Google Doc and I was perusing it. Yes. And the first thing that stood out to me, and I think it was one of the first lines that you wrote, was, um, "What does the world look like?" Uh-huh. And then you said, "You know, normal world, disc world," which of course. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, "All right, what's a thing that she didn't say that a world could be?" Mm-hmm. And then I decided, "Okay, this is a pyramid world." Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I like it already. The my, and then my mind went to take his ass to the point. Wait, we're supposed to show you. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, no, Nick is onto it. Um, my, my mind immediately went to, "Okay, if it's a planet and it's a, a pyramid, it is constantly spinning." Yeah. But the place where it would spin the least is the very top. Okay. Okay. Um, so then I thought of this insane battle royale situation where it, whoever's on the top is the only one who's not constantly dizzy because the planet is not spinning there. Um, and so I kind of uh, did a little bit of that. Um, well, just read it out. I want to hear the stream of content. Okay. So then I said, um, and so this is my, was my next point, and this led to what eventually would be my, my world. Okay. Um, so I said, Pyramid World is made of the stuff they make IKEA furniture with. So the space Swedish people that built the world must have had hold on. The space Swedish people that built the world must have had to spend hours reading the instructions. The instructions were floating in space next to the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> um, people would have to be. 
Stop it. All right. We're supposed to let him talk. Right. Uh, people would have to be very careful not to run into walls because they're made of cheap fiberboard. They might fall out of the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I have like three questions. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. So that led to what was my eureka moment. Mm -hmm. um, I got kind of tired of thinking of ideas of the constantly spinning pyramid. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> I kind of wrote myself into a corner with all of this. So then I just said, fuck it. It's Ikea World. Oh, <laughs> baby. Um, so I, 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 I'm just going to uh, read what I wrote down, and I have some ideas that I've kind of come up with since then. Um, so this is a big planet-sized store. People live on the displays and eat the cafeteria food. <laughs> <laughs> it, is a, it is a remnant of ancient spacefaring Swedish people, a pocket dimension in an abandoned sector impossible to enter without clearance from the inside, effectively sealed off from the rest of reality. Um, it is impossible to find your way out of this planet uh, because it is designed to keep people there spending money. Um, it is like some SCP bullshit where uh, the aisles keep rearranging until you end up back where you started. Um, it is unclear how one would even leave. Uh, None of the people still living there have any context for what an IKEA is. They think it's normal. Their whole world is a store. Um, IKEA world is completely self-sufficient. Capitalism. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Swedish meatballs and hot dogs are made from weird mystery meat that never seems to go away. Definitely too inexpensive to be plant-based. Um, cinnamon rolls are currency for the people living there. <laughs> there it is. Cinnamon rolls are sticky hands. Um, they can only communicate by the names of the furniture items and picture glyphs from the instruction manuals. Um, each department is a city-state ruled by a feudal-type warlord. Um, passing through their territory is dangerous unless you have their blessing. Um, there are tenuous alliances between each department so they can exchange these very specific goods that they have. <laughs> they have established trade routes to the shortcuts between the aisles. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Those I love this. Okay. Blurbs, but. We'll um, bring up the floor for questions. Right. Cam, I you're know. bursting. They're inside the world? Like, they're in the pyramid. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Did you miss the part where he said those were two separate ideas? Oh, I thought this was still pyramid world. Pyramid world is different from Ikea world. Oh, that okay. was kind of the, where I'm the walls being made of fiberboard was my spring off okay. to Ikea world. But people still live on shelves in this world. Um, well, people live in displays. In displays. Well, okay. because, you know, you have the bed, you have the oh, dressers, right. you have all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I have kind of edited my idea a little bit. My first thought was that it was an entire planet that's a giant Ikea. Mm -hmm. But I think it would be more interesting if it was just a very large space station type yes, Ikea. that I love. Um, because a giant world would have... The, the individual departments would be, like, the size of continents, okay. and that would right. be fun. So, Unless it was small. So the the IKEA World Space Station is it from the outside? Is it sp shaped more like a sp space station, or I, is it just a giant blue uh, box? I picture it's a big blue box. Hell yeah. okay. There is probably Does a parking it, lot attached. Okay, <laughs> I was going to ask that. That was my next question. Well, once you're in, you can't leave. So it's a bunch of cars yes. that are just. I, I also envision you like teleporting in, so there wasn't like a front door or something. Right, 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 right. right. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, and I. Sorry. The currency is cinnamon rolls. Yeah. I'm, we've got to get into some currency talk. Now. Okay. So, old cinnamon rolls are still good. Yeah. They're just stale and gross. Yeah, we, you don't eat them. You don't eat them. No. So, are they only they trading the stale perishable. ones? Well, no. You Plus can have yeah, a fresh you, one, you too. You need new okay. money. Yeah. yeah. 
right. So, so they just with, bake. I'm going. Money. To, no, I'm going with some weird, yes. weird supernatural shit where like this is an entire facility that's like uh, able to sustain itself forever. It definitely yeah. so, like, sounds the like an food SCP. Food and everything would be stocked. Yes. Somehow, and yeah. these people have just been living off of it. They don't understand I like the it. The detail of the meatballs still being made of some sort of protein. <laughs> yeah. in there. That's not quite it's meat. Definitely not. not. Which made me think that it was made of the people in the place, but that's. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Well, that's another way to go. Meatballs are made of Swedes. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> sweet to me. Sweet deal. Um, I love this. I actually had an idea once for. Um, I'll, I'll admit it was a DBH fanfiction. Um, but it was, it was, uh, for our layman, that is, that is, Detroit Become Human, the video game about androids who rise up against their masters. Yeah, very bad slavery allegory. Uh, yeah. But I was like, okay, uh, future, um, some, some former android, like, slave employees of the IKEA lock the IKEA down to torture their previous masters, Mm -hmm. um, even though the Swedes did not actually treat them that badly. Uh, and they play a jigsaw-like game with them. Hmm. Anyway, I'm, um, I'm I, I love on. IKEA for a setting. Yeah, I, I think it's it's like such a strange al- strange alien location on its own. You can yeah. do a lot of fucked yeah. up shit with it. Yeah. IKEA is just fun. Um, I'm so all over the the idea of like huge space stations, like in Gundam, like the Ring or the whatever they call them, yeah. where they live in those. No. And then in Wally, where it's like a big mall that you live in. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with that. Like, as much as I want to be anti-capitalist, I fucking love malls. I love BKs. I love going in these massive... Like, Ikea. Like, yeah. I love that shit. Um, the kind of, like... Uh, one of the mental images I kept coming back to while I was writing some of this stuff down mm-hmm. um, is the idea of, like, a Mad Max-style warlord man with, like, <laughs> lamps taped to his arms, like, sleeping on one of these those nicely manicured yeah. display beds. I like the idea that everything stays nice and pristine. <laughs> yeah. You're just, like, somehow. Carts it is cosmic horror-like. Yeah. I wanted to go, like, weird, supernatural um, SCP kind of with yeah. it. I got... Who runs this place? Is there a manager? I, is there a manager? No, I can I, I speak to the manager? It's oh, like a huge thing to see the president. I want. I kind of went with the idea that it was something that was like completely abandoned by like all outside civilization. That it's just okay. a thing that can exist in a place in space that no one ever goes to. Okay. So the people inside, do they work there sometimes? No, I think they just live there. They just live there. And it somehow takes care of itself so, regardless. Ah. That's cool. I like that. That kind of okay. seems like kind of an alive place. Yeah. Um, what kind of, are the conflicts all territorial or do they? I, I want to say that these guys like have an insane allegiance to their, like, these are the lighting guys. Like, they <laughs> they love their chandeliers and their lamps. Man, the warehouse. They have to trade they to get beds, but. I'm <laughs> thinking about the warehouse, like, section yep. and just, like, hearing Silent Hill music in my head. Just if even I, thinking yeah, about that. If I had more time to develop this, I probably would have went with some, like, weird crazy automated factory stuff on the mm-hmm. warehouse. I think it would be cool to have it, that be a thing that completely runs itself and new furniture just keeps appearing and stuff like that. Where do wow. people take the things that they buy? Well, no one is buying anything because this Ikea is long abandoned. But well, but the people living in they it... Don't, they, they don't buy were... anything. It was they designed, it was designed to... Like keep yeah. people in and keep well, buying, but that purpose is what they want. Okay, so they just live there. Yes. yes. Okay. They've hermit crabbed into this place. They're so, not. Uh, you don't buy a couch; you take the couch and bring it back to your department. Um, quick thing that I would say is great world building for this. Have you guys ever seen the uh, the fucking? I think it was like a TikTok or something short video where a guy 
does a shot, then drinks a pint of beer, then uh, smokes a joint, and then goes, stay in school, kids, and then he gets up and it's revealed that they're in an Ikea. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not like, oh, cool, he drank all that stuff and spoke, and then you're like, oh my god, he's in an Ikea. (laughs) That's the most badass part. It's incredible. Um, I want to say that this, uh, for someone who was saying, how do you even do this shit? Like, mm-hmm. um, did you, well. yeah, you really, really, I think, had yeah. a lot of fun well, with it. I've always liked the idea of, like, uh, a weird, a monolith to, like, a weird far gone, like, a corporate thing that is now completely abandoned and used for something else. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's all really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to go sci-fi with it, because I... I think abandoned I, corporate I spaces are good for, like, horror. I think mm-hmm. all three of our worlds could coexist. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, it kind of reminds me of the Stanley Parable. Yeah, yeah the abandoned corporate space thing. Yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of there. What is? I'm sorry. Stanley Parable. Uh, yeah, I guess A so. little bit. So yeah. flat Stanley? I yeah. think that I should have ordered <laughs> our pitches in different ways, because I feel like mine is going to seem a little weird in next to... Uh, some of these other ones. I didn't just come up with something that has weird money. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I am so a little time. out yeah. of place. You can still shoot well, I could spitball there. something. And uh, <laughs> the money is... Uh, I shouldn't have included uh, do they use spaghetti as currency in Google Docs. <laughs> no, I, I knew I was doing the fucking water thing. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I wanted to not It is that. a weird evocative thing. Yeah, like, we, we got so hung up on that because it's a, yeah, it's I'm a strange thing. thing. I'm very happy that I could uh, incept the idea into camp yeah. last week. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the end of the show last week where I, my, all my neurons are firing off thinking about <laughs> liquid water, liquid money, <laughs> liquid water. Um, so uh, now uh, I have t- it's time for me to trap you all in the executive elevator and like make you make you hear we'll my pitch. We all did coke now. Yeah, well, yeah. Now, um, can you sit down? <laughs> <Now? Okay>. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's just like the Tower of Terror. <laughs> All right, so I did take some notes for this one. I want to make sure I get this. Mm-hmm. Can you get, Nick's get got his little Inspector Nick notebook. For me? <laughs> <laughs> I am going to put some uh, elevator sound Can effects you in this. Jesus. <laughs> so Why are you so, so concerned about where everyone stop sits? Stop touching my hair. <laughs> uh, I think I hit the call button. Oh, God. Fireman operations. <laughs> Old ABXY. Up, down, up, down. Here we go. So, uh... This is a planet that is far away from anything that we would consider well, human civilization. I have an idea. Captain Planet is a planet full of captains. Captain like, Planet like, is the planet. I'm sorry. Hold on. So, would this be a greatest hits of all the captains around, or would this just be all of them are the same type of captain? When you turn one, you're promoted to the rank of captain. Okay. Because I'm thinking like one where Captain America, Captain Falcon, and Captain Crunch all yeah, live in the Crunch. same all apartment. All the captains live there. Do you know Captain Crunch has a real like first and last name? Like there's yeah. Canada there's there. a lot of Captain Crunch lore. I, I if we had time, That's I would have brought it up in the Do first section. Killed someone. He's got the sword. He's got the sword. Yeah. He's gotta have. Do you think you can get? To, um, do you think you can rank up the captain without the killing someone? Yeah. This is actually He's kind of relevant to my world. All right, what's your world? We all know Nick's world is competitive base, so let's not. So. My world is Simic. Uh, it's Welcome a, to Nick's world. Uh, C- Sorry. <laughs> uh, CYM apostrophe K because I love sticking apostrophes and things. You gotta, I gotta have, to make a world like sound like a weird alien thing. It's a the Green Lantern comics do it all the time. It's, 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 it's extra. Simic. Simic. Okay. Um, so uh, the culture is it is a post scarcity society. 
I uh, was I thought of this when I was thinking about well what do I like that does world building kind of well and I thought wait a minute what if I just take a short idea from like a Star Trek episode and expand on it to the point where it's completely different um, Star Trek episodes uh, in the original series they go to planets where they were influenced by earth culture that got there somehow so it's like this is the gangster planet because we got mob movies and I thought what if the planet that got earth culture had like very very little to no connection to earth and they're just like oh shit like this is this is important because this planet has never received contact from with humans they've never received like uh like a hey we're humans sending out a message kind of thing they've only received the culture so they don't have any context for it and this society was post scarcity so they're like they're constantly looking outward they're always trying to find something else they have never found other intelligent life but they have found records of what we left behind or sent out there and what they found was a lot of comic books and like like spy shit and B movies and like they are like oh this is what they did they were so advanced that they could just do this stuff whenever they wanted they take it as real and they decide to they decide to make it like well, we never met anyone else. We never got, got a message back. We never... Uh, the universe left us on red. So these people were clearly smarter than us because look at all the things they could do. They had people that could fly. They had people that could, you know, shoot lasers and all that shit. We should try and emulate some of their stuff. And so they try to adapt it into their own culture. Um, Adapting a comic book never works. <laughs> so is it only superhero comic books? No, but... Um, it's that kind of thing forms the the sort of what these people are doing to find purpose in their life. Because I also wanted to do, like, since they didn't have the, the same kind of conflicts, they were trying to find something to give their lives meaning, and they ended up kind of imitating conflicts in, in ways that seemed, like, safe, in quotes. Like Civil War reenactments? Sort of. Uh, but, like, like the yeah, comic book Civil Avengers War. Civil War, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers, <laughs> Avengers Civil War reenactments. Yes. But, like... Um, That's very funny. But... Because they just sort of assumed that all uh, humans could just do this stuff, they're like, well, we got to figure out a way to fly and shoot lasers and, like, grow claws and all that stuff. And they were just able to do it. Like, one of the things that exists in this world is just magic based on belief, where once they're like, well, if I trained really hard, I probably could just punch a guy and Mm. he would fly a million miles away. Mm. They just were able to eventually do it. And they don't know that that's how it works, but that's how it works. They're like, no, it's because I did a... 100 push-ups a day that's why I could do it it's like no it's because you thought you could do it yeah. you, you couldn't think you could you didn't think Just you could do it until you did 100 push-ups yourself. a day that's, yeah. uh, that's some tyranny shit <laughs> yeah I've always liked that kind of idea of yeah. belief based magic um, but I wanted to focus on a small story within that world which was uh, Magma Skull Island which is mm-hmm. a for rent villain lair for at all purpose evil schemes mm-hmm. and uh, because there's so many people are like uh, are you know getting into these like costume fights and like doing all these uh, things they're like well not there's not enough space on the planet for everyone to have their own evil lair so if you have a scheme that you want to do come to the island you can rent it out for a weekend and uh, we you're gonna have to bring your own outfits we have enough guys to stock you up like we have enough people who will be the henchmen but you gotta service. provide your own outfits because we don't know what your weird gimmick is so you know, the demoness comes and she's like, all right, look, I need you guys to wear horns and little red little red hoods, like, just, just today. And uh, I am going to shoot a giant laser out of this volcano. And, uh, like, that's what we're doing this weekend. And so I had, um, I had two characters, uh, Mr. Stardust and Hank. Hank is a, 19, is a teenager who's just, like, 
starting to work on the island, and Mr. Stardust has been maintaining it. He basically looks like a janitor, but he's like, uh, I remember back when we used to have the good ones. Villains these days are all too gimmicky. Like they uh-huh. all, uh, back in the old days, all you needed was an eye patch. And uh, they're still going through the records of Earth culture. So they're only starting to get to like later stuff. And the main conflict in this story is that the villains and heroes are both getting edgier because they're starting to dig into the 80s and 90s stuff. Oh, no. And they're starting to get, like, more violent and get, like, chains and blades and shit to, like, really kill each other because they're like, no, we're emulating this culture that was important to us. We're discovering how they evolved. So we should evolve with that. So are they getting this stuff, like, streamlined? They didn't get it all at once? Yeah, they're, they're still, like... was beaming it to them? They're <laughs> still... <laughs> satellites just pointed the wrong way. I was saying that they're still, like, decrypting it. Like, it's all kind of... It, it was, like, damaged when it came here, and they're, like, try, still finding more things on it. Or even, even, they, it's been going or even on they, for years. they wouldn't understand our language, right? So it yeah. would take them a while to uh, figure like, it out. Yeah. Right. And so a lot of this stuff at first is just based on image. Like, oh, you got to have a cape, oh, or you got to have an eye patch, or... Yeah, not image comics. Yeah, not image <laughs> comics, yeah. Uh, they, they don't understand the concept of teleporting directly to hell like Spawn, but... Uh, <laughs> you know, they still my heart. Yeah. <laughs> um, they work to maintain the island. They put it together after various battles. Uh, and they have changed around their society so much after finding all this culture stuff that there are, quote, ruins of the previous society. But they're, like, almost completely pristine. But they're like, yeah, that's what the world used to be like. And it's just, like, nobody uses <laughs> that stuff anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I this, this is what I had. I had some more notes on my phone. But, like, this was my this was my main pitch. I was pretty happy Mixed with ideal it. ideal world. Mm-hmm. scarcity <laughs> sort of all comic books <laughs> an island where you can punch someone where an People entire start... civilization is playing pretend <laughs> I do kind the of like that entire civilization is Venture Brothers mm. uh, yeah, getting, you shouldn't have brought up Venture Brothers earlier mm. you're starting to sound a little, so in your head a little, little Venture Brothers, Brothers little little OKKO okay little 1776 mm-hmm. uh, and then the other things I had for like a major conflict is that I like the idea that they are getting so wrapped up in this that they, you know, don't realize why they started doing this in the first place. Yeah. And they're, like, going back to, like, causing these conflicts that used to just be to find purpose. And now it's like, no, it's really important that I win. You know, I will actually destroy the world or yeah. whatever. Mm. It's not just for fun. I'm going to ruin <laughs> this. completely bought into the artifice of the Yeah, entire. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't remember where I was going this uh, but I had a, an idea for a villain that was just called the outsider who was a stranger wearing a full spacesuit who doesn't talk uh, oh. but it does not have like I just I'm going to say right now he's not a regular human that's that's the, that's a hack twist I'm not gonna do that I don't <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that well I mean I don't know but uh, I like that I had a lot of fun with this but uh, I got some groans so uh, I'm opening up the floor for questions now so, Ding! Or oh, the door's open. I'm oh. stepping out. <laughs> Come back. Um, what, what do they use for money? <laughs> <laughs> no, would they emulate... So, uh, these are humanoid-looking dudes? Yes. Right. All right, so these aren't just humans on another planet descended from humanity? They're no. completely separate? This is, this is a Star Trek thing where it's like divergent evolution. Okay. Where uh, they are humanoid. Uh, I... I, I uh, they got like an extra eye or something, or what? <laughs> they got antenna. Okay, three legs. <laughs> Already got three though. <laughs> <laughs> it's elevator. Can't be your question. 
My question is... Uh, but there is... there's uh, To answer Cam's question, that wasn't a real question. Uh, currency only exists insofar as to fuel these, like, adventures. So mm-hmm. they'll go, like... You can't go in... You can't rob that bank. You'll, you're stealing people's money. And then at the end, it's like, all right, well, going home. No, don't need any. Everybody like, hand me back the yeah, money. Yeah, everybody hand me back the money. <laughs> or else or they, can I have $20? Yeah. <laughs> um... So as they're going through the 80s and 90s stuff, how are they reacting to things like Sandman and Hellboy and uh, more serious stuff? Some people are taking that as like a, a sort of like religious gospel kind of thing. Like this mm. is, this is you know, descriptions of their culture. The other ones were real events and this is like their mythology. So it's like... What about I Chick find, Tracks? What about, I, what about Chick Tracks? I hope that we didn't preserve trick, Chick Tracks and send them out to other Big cultures. Big has one. Chick Tracks. Chick tracks are made by Jack Chick, and they're basically uh, they're they're basically little okay. black and white comics trying to convert people to Christianity about they're how you're going funny. about how you're going to hell. Oh, no. You really should read a couple; they're insane. Do, um, we also have a copy of Darkest Dungeons, which is based on a Chick track about how the Dungeons and Dragons is evil and oh, it will yeah. lead oh. you to suicide and drugs and awful things. Mm-hmm. Yep, just like it does. So are they emulating our cars and vehicles and like clothes and stuff too? Do you think? They're trying, but they're not getting it quite down. They don't understand the yeah. purpose of all of these things, but they're trying to they like, like flinch down the cars. <laughs> they don't get it. Like, how, this how how did they come across this stuff? Uh, they came across this stuff in like a uh, sort of lockbox piece of technology. Like it's okay. it's like. Uh, it's hard drive. Yeah, they said one terabyte hard drive. They made the sure. World. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's like it's like an information, kind of like a time capsule sort of thing yeah. of culture. They're still digging into a lot of what's on there, yeah. uh, and they're discovering more things as time goes on. I like that as an idea, and I know that um, one. I mean, one of my favorite games, uh, like the Fallout games, do a lot with um, people find one thing and mm-hmm. they latch onto it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where in Fallout New Vegas, there's an entire gang based on Elvis, but they oh, don't understand it. that he's yes. Elvis. He's mm-hmm. the king, and they all wear his like jailhouse rockers and stuff. I just realized what all this talk has reminded me of is Pikmin and like yeah. worshiping. Oh yeah, not understanding it. Yeah, like I think we're almost all on the or you three at least are all on the same wavelength of like a post society society mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, what was this? And then trying to make sense of the ridiculous yeah. things we use every day. Like, right, they're like, we, they our, couldn't have just made this up for no reason, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, check out our Pikmin episode, but that's one of my favorite parts of the game is that they'll find, like, a shiny... Yeah, this is like, a battery, foil. but it's actually, yeah. like, whoa, it's yeah, cool. Like, if it's, it's shiny and, and big, they have the encyclopedia. Like, oh, yeah. shit, this, is, this must have been important. It yeah. looks yeah. important. It's like, no, it looks important because it was an advertisement. It was supposed to get your attention. Yeah. yeah. It's the lid of a pickle jar, actually. Yeah. <laughs> this is not important at all. It's garbage. So, it, are any of these people trying to... Do you think they would try to make their own comics, or they just want to reenact them? I think there are people who are trying to make their own comics, but okay. I think that they are also kind of missing the point. And they're, like, underpaid. <laughs> so, uh, they work another thing hours. I was thinking of, uh, you kind of alluded to it, but are they, like, so scientifically advanced that they could literally give themselves superpowers, or are they dressing up? Um, I think? had the well, idea that they were, they were, like, willing themselves into oh, doing right. it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I forgot you went there, yeah. Okay, yeah, we kind of glossed over that part. We wanted to talk about the cars. <laughs> that is very cool. I like the idea of like it works so because they, you tried hard. Right. Yeah. And uh, so that's also how a lot of these uh, conflicts are ending up being resolved. Is like, oh well, 
I have doubt in my heart because I know with these cultural things, the villain doesn't usually win. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, as you start to get to the darker comics where, like, you know, Black Black Manta eats Aquaman's son or whatever. Uh, not a real spoiler. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, but, <laughs> but, like, once you get into that stuff, it's like the line is blurred. And, like, the world is not going to shit because the villains are winning, but because nobody knows what the fuck is going on. Mm. And it's like, hey, maybe... Maybe I'm supposed to cause a little death and destruction, you know? Like, uh, once the Joker starts killing people on a mass scale because they needed to up the stakes, it's like, oh, I should do that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, Oh, wait. Once Watchmen comes around and (laughs) and destroy an entire city. I like the idea that, um, well, even just looking at something like Batman, Uh like, they were literally just playing around and shooting pow-pow guns at each other. And then they'll just start killing each other once it gets <laughs> yeah. more gritty. Yeah, then like once they're like, oh, I should actually dip my nemesis in acid. Yeah. That would be kind of cool. So would they have found like old, old comics like Popeye and Betty Boop first? I was thinking about this myself, right? Yeah. And I figured that I think the best way for the world to go is to kind of like... Because what would they understand about the comedy comics? Like, like what are they going to be able to understand about it? Yeah. Uh, I kind of glossed over that specifically because mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with it in this world. And I didn't take mm-hmm. that much time. Like, I've been thinking about this all week. But I only didn't take a lot of time to sit down and write through all the problems. Like, here's what happens every era when they get, when they reach this point in, like, uh, comic or culture style. You know? Like, when they get to... You know, Batman 66, or like, well, imagine a culture discovering like MASH. MASH is a show about, ostensibly about World War II, but a lot of times. Well, barely. It's, yeah, it's like a. It's, it's about like, personal relations. Uh, happy, laugh, fun times. It's like, well, war doesn't seem so bad. What if we just did that? What if we yeah. were like MASH? I love barracks. <laughs> the medical tent, and you know, everyone, I, I gotta amputate this guy's leg, but it's really funny, I yeah, promise. They make a joke afterwards. <laughs> um, all right now. So yeah, that was my that was my world. I was I was pretty happy with it. I know that there's a lot more I could uh, do to get into it. Yeah. I especially wanted to draw out some of these concepts. I wanted to draw the island, and I wanted to draw the outsider, and I wanted to get into like more because I, I I was having too much fun going into like oh and then they would do this and then they would do this and then they would do this and I'm Instead like of, wait like, yeah staying on one topic right and... where's like one of the things I kept coming back to is like all right all right I'm having too much fun with this what's the actual problem in this world? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing about world building is you don't have to like base it around a narrative or around a problem mm-hmm. you could just build the world for shits just to you know throw other characters into it later one of the ideas one of the things I wanted to ask you guys that I forgot about completely until now but I will ask all of you individually what is the ideal medium for your story to be depicted in uh, live action animal filmography ooh <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> uh, I'd say probably a comic or a cartoon I think yours would do well as a cartoon, so yeah. you seem very, like it would benefit from being animated. Yeah. Uh, Cam, what's your whack-ass? Uh, it has to be live action because I want to see someone struggle to carry around. <laughs> yeah, that seems like it would be a comedy sketch that you could... You, you know how you hard it is to carry around something full of liquid? Yeah, yeah actually. from my work all day. Just I was carrying that. around a Rubbermaid uh, like, thing full of water, a mixture of water and vinegar today yeah. to like clean something, and I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. This sucks. That's what I wanted to get into is how bad it would be. Dude, or the, the boxes of um, soda syrup. Oh, God, those things theater. are fucking terrible. Awful. Yeah. Uh, what about yours, Alex? Concentrated money. Um, <laughs> I think either like a, like a, like a Fury Road-style film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not exactly like that, but um, like just 
following the lives of these insane people as a movie. Yeah. Um, or I think you could go even even headier and do like a like a tactics video game. You pick one of these clans. Ooh, I kind of like <laughs> you that. You pick idea. the lighting people. I was gonna say <laughs> yours, yours is more fun the longer it is. Like it wouldn't be as funny as a sketch. Like the more you get into the minutia of yeah. Well, Community has a really good episode that's like that. Oh, yeah, when they, that really when they do the, the Flora's Lava game, but it's in a really extended thing, so they already yeah. have like culture like, look, it's the chair walkers and people who have taped chairs to their feet so they yeah. can walk yeah. around. <laughs> uh, that's a great <laughs> example of world building like in the description. Yeah, they do it in, in 22 minutes. They set up an entire premise of everything. That sounds great. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, if I wanted like cheap, yours would be a comic. Book. Well, no, I was actually <laughs> going to say <laughs> if I wanted cheap, like, it would be a the comic. Kids but in, the, in that show, Recess. Oh yeah. Yeah, how the kindergartners are like these like primitive little savage people, and then there's like the nerds stand in one corner, and then there's our regular kids mm. who we follow. Um, one of the things I was, I, I obviously a comic would be good for this, but one of the things that I like, I like the idea of this setting more is that it would be like a mutants and masterminds campaign. Like you mm. set it in this world, and then you mm. go from there. Like, all right, you guys are a couple of people who are just deciding now if you want to be heroes, what kind of characters you, what kind of things you want to do in this world. And then go from there. Like introduce more characters, have like a party of people like go across the different settings in mm. this world, kind of thing. I think that that would be fun. I always when I'm world building, I tend to go back to like a, a, a traditional like tabletop game a lot because I feel like. Those settings are really fun to play around in. Also, oh, that's you have experience in that. Before. Right, that's true. I've never, uh, I've never actually like published a comic book before, you know. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I Sam, I think this was a rousing success. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was. I hope everybody had fun. It sounded like you, you guys all did. Oh yes. Um, I feel so. like I should not have gone last though. <laughs> so I think everybody feels like they didn't want to go first or last. No, actually, I liked yours a lot. Well, I was worried that everyone would have out-detailed me. No, I... So I wanted to get, I kind get out of, in front of it. I was going a little bit more of a traditional route, mm -hmm. um, because that's what I'm used to, because I make serious worlds, mm -hmm. and you guys just kind of blew it out of the water with the comedy worlds. Mm -hmm. I cam all kinds of water shit in it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Water so world. Blew it into the water. Water Ooh. money world. Yeah, well, no. actually, the title of my Google Doc was Waterworld. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do the stupid yeah. Green Mile thing I was talking about last week. Great. That's actually a great starting point, though, for uh, oh, yeah, coming up with a creative thing. Oh, yeah, it's a super fun exercise to do. It's, yeah, it's listeners, listeners at home, if you're struggling with a creative idea, think of the title of a movie or book that you like and simply come up with another thing that would end up having that title. Yes. It's a great like road trip game or something mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we could actually do it for an episode mini so for the show that so would yeah. be fun That'd I think cool. I think that would be a lot of fun speaking of episodes in the future uh, what wait, are we wait, doing wait, hold on before that if you wanted to be part of a future episode and you were going to send us an idea where would you send it to um the Ikea planet <laughs> that's going to be a web domain someone has that ikeaplanet.org <laughs> Floating in space. That was, that, I'm sorry, I did not mention the Bass Pro Shops Pyramid, but that was also a through line that kind Dude, of got me to Megastore. Because that stuff, as depressing as it is, fascinates me. And oh, I yeah. have no interest in anything in Bass Pro Shops, but I could walk around that shit all day. Just a corporate yeah. monolith. Just, Have you yeah, been to monolith. the Cabela <laughs> place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
nearby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was place insane. Is, yeah, that's where a lot a, of this inspiration. Can you imagine was. going there like as a kid, which is what I did. It's, it's like, Disney World. This means, it's functionally identical. All of it is meaningless to you. Yes. Like, Disney World. If you don't care about like we fun, we, like, we, we dug a lot into what is and isn't meaningless in this episode with like yeah. corporate stuff and yeah. culture and trash. Like we are all like. All right, here's, we were all like, okay, can be. our writing exercise was accidentally, well, what is important to us now, and why will it, will it or won't it be important later? God, this is going to be so hard to tweet this episode out. <laughs> Right. The description uh, is difficult. So, yeah, okay. So email us at pleasedon'tcast at gmail.com. If you have any weird, crazy ideas or you have some thoughts on our ideas, please send them over. Right. Yeah. I if, would love to hear if any you did any of the creative exercises that we talked about in this episode. Or just tell us what a fucked up thing you use for money is. Yeah, just tell us what your, <laughs> weird, tell us what your weird money is. <laughs> email money. email <laughs> us with your weird money or, uh, you know, tweet at us with your weird money mm. or... Give us your real money at patreon.com slash please don't cast. So we can buy a segue to give Nick for that one. (laughs) (laughs) We need more liquid assets. (laughs) I'm going to carry them around in a big jug on my back. Speaking of someone who is soaked with it right now, Cam, what are we doing next week? So, um, this, uh, I wanted to do four weeks ago. (laughs) So we're doing it now. We're doing... The original Star Trek series, which has been on Netflix for several years. Um, Star Trek, the previous generation. Star I think Trek, the it. previous yeah. generation. <laughs> call it the, the most uh, previous the generation. Um, the original trilogy, I believe it's called. Oh, God. But, uh, <laughs> no, enough Star Wars. The original not Trek special edition. There is a ban on Star Wars. We are not fucking talking about Star Wars. Yes, um, but yeah. this is something that I uh, fell in love with, weirdly. Like, no one was like, hey, you should check out Star Trek, the original series. No one I knew was a fan of it because our generation doesn't have a huge attachment to it. Like, Not even your parents? Not like the next generation. My dad like has a vague interest in it. Hmm. He had some of the novels, actually. and uh, oh. But, yeah, he never like talked about it with me until I brought him, hey, I'm watching the original series. And then he was like, oh, I, we went down to the basement and he had a bunch of the novels. I was like, oh, cool, I didn't know you were into this. But, um, He's a closet Trekkie. Closet Trekkie, but... Um, I got into it and I ended up really enjoying it, but not for a lot of the reasons most people do. I like, like, well, I don't know. I like the isolation. I, I like just had the, an end of episode epiphany what? of one of those things. You, you ever get to the end of the episode and go, oh no, I should have done, should have done oh, this or talked about this time. instead. Yeah. yeah. I had the end of episode epiphany of, I picked the wrong episode of Star Trek to base my world off of. I should have just done Mirror Mirror. It should have just been Mirror Mirror World. Everyone has beards. Everyone is evil. They don't know who they're the counterparts of because they've never interacted with Oh, the whole world. Oh, is my evil. God. Our own I'm world. so mad. I didn't uh, think of this we'll before. Get to it next week. We'll, we'll oh, God. Do you have specific episodes that you'd like us to watch? Uh, no. If you want to be a normie, you can watch Trouble with Tribbles, Mirror Mirror. Never heard of The it. one where they fight. Uh, if you want torture, watch the pilot. Yeah, don't watch the pilot. The one it where sucks. Spock is. Horny, so he has which, to fight Kurt. Which one's the pirate? Uh, the pilot. The Kurt? pirate? That's a good fumble on that joke. Now, mostly I would like you guys... There are good episodes of this show, but I want you to watch the bad ones. I want I'm you gonna to watch Gangster stumble Planet. through... <laughs> that you really got me interested when you offhandedly mentioned... Or you or Gangster, me yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah. There is Gangster Planet All right. in the episode. And There's Roman Planet. Kirk drive now a that's car and he doesn't know how to drive it. <laughs> but these episodes, this is this is maybe more inside baseball, but these episodes are fucking an hour long. 
don't watch the whole episode is my recommendation. Watch 20 minutes of it. Move it's on like that one episode. season of The Twilight Zone where they're too long. Yes. Just don't watch the just, whole thing. Just, I want you guys to get a feel for the show, not exactly... I don't want to come on the show and review episodes of Star Trek. I want to talk about the clothes they wear, the acting, the dumb ideas for episodes. How every piece of science fiction that has come out since Star Trek has been influenced the, by it in some way. It's all the same. <laughs> it's all just fucking lumped into a it's ball It's all and been done. Space. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but um, I really like it. I never want to be a part of the fandom, really. I just want to... Uh, We'll get the funniest. I, I feel like I, maybe we'll get into it next week, but I, the idea of a Trekkie seems so quaint now. Yeah, it like, does. Oh, you like something? You fucking <laughs> dork. Hoovians <laughs> make them look like toothless animals, yeah. you know? Not even Hoovians now. Like, oh, yeah, even they're like, weak shit compared to what we have now. Like, Trekkies used to be the quintessential, like, fat, greasy nerd, and now, now Trekkies are like. You know how warriors That's used my to, mom. like. You know how you, warriors yeah. used to like breed like wolves, and they would get like more angry and like feral every generation because they were just bred to fight and kill and eat. That's real. Uh, That's like, fandom. That was like a Viking <laughs> thing. Uh, okay. It's just I don't know if it actually happened, I don't but think I read about real. it. All right, but good. Just I'm glad it's not real. Some original series, <laughs> Star Trek. Look at the funny sets and costumes and special effects, and actually, it's really good. Like so we're it. watching the J.J. Abrams films. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you watch that, I'm canceling the show. <laughs> All right, we're looking forward to that. Um, uh, we are going to go where every podcast has gone before. Hey. And uh, oh, I will hey, see you next week. Not so much an original idea. <laughs> <laughs> the in- unoriginal series. All right, uh, this has been Please Don't Listen to This Your Life Depends on It. Uh, have a great night, and uh, make sure you keep your liquid money in a safe, don't sealed drink container. Don't your money on accident when you wake up in the middle of the night. It tastes like shit. This is my floor. my fingers here, and if I say I